What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome in to the C3 Friday free-for-all. Wow, I thought that intro was a little bit longer. I must have played the wrong one. Cody Lashney out celebrating his mother's birthday. Happy birthday to Miss Lashney. Uh, and uh, I'm in here in the host chair, Tony Dunn, the professor, the occasional co-host of this show. But tonight, the leader, the leader of Cody's little pack of wonder people. Hell, welcome into the C3 Friday free for all. Let's start from top to bottom. Alex, how you doing, my friend? Hey, hey, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right, Tony. Happy Friday to everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. Um, hopefully, you guys are all enjoying the holidays and, uh, you know, excited for Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, actually, such an unknown this Sunday. Such an unknown. I got to put the link. I'm going to put the link in the chat, guys, if you guys want to join the Friday Free For All. This is the show for fans where you guys get to control the conversation. You get to actually be the host of the show. I'm just the guy. Uh, bringing people in and out, making sure that they got all their clothes on. Drew, how you doing up there, up north? Doing all right, Tony. It's Alex said, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Hope everybody had enough turkey and tryptophan. Yeah, I'm still <laughs> ready tired. For this, oh, yeah, ready for this Panthers game this Sunday, hopefully. We'll see what happens. But, hey, at least we're not in Nebraska, and we don't have to deal with Matt Rule anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Nebraska's they got their own problems, right? I guess Matt Rule is now going to be part of them. Let's see, Panther Pickle with his new microphone in the house. How you doing? I'm doing excellent. Doing excellent. Uh, ready and ready for some Panther football. I got so bored, I found a clip on online a while ago and was watching the begin. Watching, I guess, the highlight or the end or something of the Chargers and Panthers way back in 08. Oh, wow. That oh, was. How were we in? Oh, yeah. Well, we had Jake and that. We had. The two, two running backs. Yeah. That was, that, that was Jonathan Stewart's rookie year. Oh, yeah. So that was. Yeah. Moose and Dante Rosario. And on defense, we had Marshall, Lucas, and Gamble and. Oh, wasn't it that game that Rosario caught the touchdown pass from Jake DeLong yeah. at the end of the game? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Nixon was on the team. I mean, it was just oh, that wide receiver, Nixon. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was a pretty cool season. I think if it was. I remember correctly, yeah. that's also a playoff year where we, where Steve Smith went bananas against uh, Chicago. Or was that? Yeah, I think that was a yeah. Did he make it to the NFC Championship that year with and lose uh, to Seattle, which was the year that we did that. I, uh, uh, I don't remember now. I think, I think that, that, that was the good. year. That was the year that, um, if I remember correctly, 08 was the year that we lost. We got we got spanked real hard by the Arizona. 
Oh, that was a like five inception game. Yeah, yeah. Kong. That I, that I remember that season we were facing. Yeah, um, yeah, you're right because O three. Yeah, been the Super Bowl. It would have been O five right. is what I'm thinking. I think O five yeah. where where Steve yeah. Smith yeah. caught five had five touchdowns against Chicago or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Incredible. That, that's that season that uh, uh, Jonathan Stewart uh, showed everybody was he showed uh, Ronte Barber was a, what a stiff arm was. Down oh yeah, there. right on. All right, so uh, welcome in. I put the link in the chat. Uh, are there any mods in the chat? Maybe they can pin it. I'll have to open up the YouTube and pin it. Um, this is the show that you get to lead the conversation, and uh, the C3 Panthers podcast is a podcast by fans for fans, so this is like the most fitting idea that Cody ever came up with. I'm going to have to do good about putting these comments up because uh, Cody's always rocking that, and I've gotten spoiled not doing it in the past. Um, let's open it up, guys. What's the first thing to talk about? Actually, before we get into the Panthers, you guys said you were bored, Pickle. How could you be bored Thursday football? Thanksgiving <laughs> football was incredible yesterday. Yeah, it was the, the worst. of football since the yeah. Panthers won. I was over at my mama's and watching, and they were had a game on, and and uh, bless everybody's heart. But, you know, Thanksgiving and the holidays are the one times that everybody gets around watching football. And these people ain't watched football in, like, some of them in, like, five years. What's it? What, 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 what's that one player wearing different shoes? What, what's him? Di- Collar uh, jerseys are different, you know. And, and you answer their questions, but, you know, bless your hearts. That's just how it is on Thanksgiving. What was the but, best game yesterday? Uh. uh. I didn't, I didn't get to sit down and watch all of them. I just watched basically highlights of them. So. Detroit and uh, Buffalo was actually really good. Yeah, At that one went down almost to the wire, didn't it? Yeah. Put it like one? this. Uh, Josh Allen showed us why you need a franchise quarterback. Yep. He took the team down with 23 seconds and got them in the field goal range. So annoying. win the game. So annoying. Um, you're right, is that uh, – and you saw that last year in the playoffs, what ended the Buffalo, Buffalo was that same thing. Yep. Right? As Buffalo gets ahead at the end, or at least ties it up, you think, or whatever it is. And remember that overtime yeah. where they made, really, they're starting to consider changing the rules because it stinks to have such a great game ended so prematurely in a way. Yeah. But yesterday, if you think about this, every single game – was freaking incredible, except for I mean, even the best one of my favorite games of watching Dallas really start to assert themselves. Not that I'm a Dallas fan, but I think that they are going to rise to the to the top in the NFC in a certain way because of their defense. They they remind only me of, until the only until the playoffs start. Think so? Okay, yeah, they always choke in the playoffs. I think they're a real team right now. Dallas choking in the playoffs. But like uh, that game was even good, except for the, I mean the Giants hung in there as, for as long as the, for a long time to the fourth quarter. But the other two yeah. games came down to the wire, to the absolute wire. And uh, you're right, as uh, when I was watching, we were I was watching at my sister's house. Pickle, my little yep. nephew was cuddled up beside me, and he was just all in on the Lions, dude. I don't know why, but I was like, I was totally cool with it. That's how I was feeling at the moment. And so we start cheering for the Lions. 
Mm-hmm. And he's like, what's this red? You know, he's, I was like, they got to get to that red line, dude, so they can kick this field goal. He's like, what's the red line? Man? You know what I'm saying? He's young. He's like, yeah. Garden. And he's like, oh, we're well, past the red line. And then we get closer and they make the field goal and he's cheering. We're cheering. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> we're like, I, I go get a drink and I come back and the game's over and, and Buffalo won. <laughs> <laughs> That's what having a quarterback does. Yep. Something the Carolina Panthers know nothing about these days. Well, Man. Buffalo's also got him a stud wide receiver. Hey, we got stud. We got a stud they, wide receiver. I'm sorry, DJ yeah, Moore's a stud yeah. wide receiver. If you get him a franchise quarterback, did you yeah. guys see them hugging on the sideline? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was a it was a hug of relief. They've been playing kind of Buffalo's. They have a great record, but the last three or four games they've been kind of. A little bit shaky, so I was just yeah. a hug yeah. of relief. Yeah, I bet the DJ well, was watching that and had tears running down his face. Like, I wish I yeah. had that. <laughs> well, Josh Allen, Josh Allen's been dealing with some sort of injury. He's yeah, been kind of playing with it. Yeah, it's an elbow, it's been, an elbow yeah. injury. He's talking about he could possibly need Tommy John surgery if he has to have surgery on it. Yep. Wow. Well, Diggs, wow. I mean, Diggs is just uplifting Allen so much. It's so yeah. cool to see. Yeah. Um, a receiver, and when I say uplift, not like uh, helping this play out. Like um, they said, he was like encouraging him through the pain. Like yeah. they're in it together. Like Dig said, yep. you know what? I know what it's like to play with a quarterback I don't believe in, and I believe in you. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what a yeah. great thing! I'm trying to think. Is there any other? What are maybe storylines that came out of yesterday heading into this weekend that are on your mind? I mean, obviously, we're going to have to talk about Sammy D. Uh, Yeah. We're going to have to talk about Matt Rule. But what else? What do we want to talk about, guys? I I heard, you know, uh, uh, last weekend, I think it was last week, uh, the Philadelphia coach jumped up in the stands, not in the stands, got on the sidelines, had a little chat with the fans. I always thought he was just defending his team. I found out the other day that he didn't – Really defend his team. He he was he was screaming at uh, some cult fans because he was, or he was saying that this was for um, Frank Wright, and he thought Frank Wright was done wrong. And uh, oh, then old, uh, that's my good old Paisan. Hustles uh, Marinara is gonna like him too. Is that's the Sirianni? Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's an Italian <laughs> kid out there. Yeah. Uh, Running his mouth. Nah, he was he was upset. Yeah. He believed in Frank Wright, and yeah, it's kind of wild that he was like, "We did it for Frank. We got the W." And then they like barely yeah. <laughs> won. Yeah, wow. But you know, yeah, you got to feel for Frank. I I still think that 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 whole situation was was done by the owner. The owner said, "Start this quarterback," and okay, you started the quarterback. I told you to start, and he sucks, so you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> but, and now they're starting Matt Ryan again. Yep. Yeah, I think the owner had his yeah. mind made yeah. up already. I mean, he he wanted him out, and he wanted to bring in Saturday. And I, I think that's at the end of the day, that's what he wanted to do because Frank wanted yeah. Matt Ryan to start, and the owner said no, and then yeah, got and now yeah, it didn't make any sense. Yeah, yep. I agree. So, I think you're exactly right. right. Uh, yeah, I did want to talk about the because um, I'm I'm really curious with what you guys think about. Our, our offensive line this year because I know we've taken a step forward for sure but I mean um, a lot of people think that we've taken like like let's just say grading scale wise last year probably like well, we fit F probably 
Um, but like a lot of people think we've made it from like an F to an A. And I seem to think more so like we're like an average offensive line. But I, I kind of want to like see what you guys I, think. I think we're an above average offensive line. But the thing about our offensive line this year is they've improved so much that what we thought was a strength has turned out to be our weakness because the line was so bad last year that Taylor Moten got a pass. And now it's so it's so good this year that we're like, damn, Taylor Moten's not that good. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think that's true to a large point. Uh, uh, we're also seeing, you know, quarterbacks got a little bit more time to stand in the pocket. Absolutely. And that little more time in the pocket, they actually have to find somebody open. So, so now it's kind of exposing the fact that our wide receivers coach isn't that good because he can't seem to teach his guys to get open. And comparable to last year when everything failed, it was always blamed on the offensive line. You know, the offensive line sucked, the offensive coordinator sucked. It's just it was always those two issues. Uh the offensive coordinator still sucks, but nonetheless, the offensive line getting a quarterback time in the pocket. You know, even Baker Mayfield has so much time he actually held on the ball too long, but because nobody was getting open. Yeah, and well, our offensive line couldn't block a stunt last year to save their lives. Right, that was awful. I mean, you put a stunt against mm-hmm. that offensive line, and you were getting to the quarterback. Yep, yep. And and you know, the side out Terrell Moten. He 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 he's not that good, but he's still better than, to my opinion, right now he's better than his backup. So, well, know. that depends, so. because if if you really want to think about it, if you want to put a good offensive line together, move Brady Christensen out to right tackle. Oh put yeah, yeah, yeah. Guard left guard, right. and yeah. You now, change yeah. That line. If if. Let me just say, in my opinion, come the off season, if somebody give would offer us a a a a a respectable offer for Taylor Motrin, Taylor Motrin would be gone. That's what I would do. Um, there are folks on this roster, backup wise, I would love to see get more playing time. Cade Mays, I thought looked very impressive. I meant to I meant to look up that film last week that he played because I, I I thought they lined him up at fullback, but. A friend of mine said he wasn't lined up at fullback. He just was lined up at guard or something. So I want to go back and look exactly what happened on that play he played in. Yeah, I uh, think it was. I think it was fullback. I think he was it lined up at fullback. Yeah, yeah. Because because I know I know I read that earlier this off season, right after they fired uh, that while Rule was here, uh, they had Cade Mays lined up taking second team reps tackle while uh at right tackle and uh uh cam irving was doing second team reps at right ta- or left tackle but then when matt rule got fired k may started taking reps at center and guard so i, I just I, I meant to look at but nonetheless i think we have good options already on the roster at ta- at right tackle uh, and respectively guard, uh, we just we just haven't used them, and maybe maybe waiting till the end of the season would be a better benefit. You know, a little bit more time getting getting folks experience playing on the line. Uh, but I I would still though before I move Brady to right tackle, I would ask him his opinion on something on on it. You know, to see if he would rather stay at 
guard or if he wouldn't mind to kick over, you know? Yeah. I mean, our offensive line has been so good this year. I mean, especially with continuity yeah. and those guys staying healthy. Nobody's yeah. heard the name Michael Jordan. Thank right. Yeah, God. exactly. The, exactly. The, but the thing is, like, so that's that's the thing I wanted to talk about was that our line hasn't gotten hurt in a lot of that side of the ball, but that's probably because we're going three and out a, a lot this year. So it's like we're not really we're not really on the field. So it's like to me – that's why that, that like, is I, true. I talk but, about it. That's why that's I wanted true, to talk yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah. But that that that's that's where I looked at because when I look when I try to look at some tape and stuff and I, and I do do I want to see I want to see how the routes are run and by and large by and large the receivers aren't are aren't really running good routes but and, and if they are they're not really making good separation and when they are separating the quarterbacks have trouble getting them to the ball and I, I just wonder though I still go back to the wide receivers coach because I didn't realize he didn't have any NFL experience he wasn't even the the top dog in the as a as the top wide receivers coach he was assistant to the wide receivers coaches in college so but, but pickle and I, and I get what you're saying but do you also notice that as far as the wide receivers go, I know we're a run-first team, but the receivers right. got a lot more love when PJ was under center compared to Baker being under center. All right, exactly. When Baker is yeah. under center, DJ right. Moore is a ghost. But I mean, you he, when PJ Walker is under center, the receivers are getting the ball. Right, right, and, and that's why I'm kind I, of excited to see Darnold this week. I'm kind yeah, of excited yeah. to see him. Yeah, that may be true. Darnold's, Darnold's actually got a. Darnold's got a better, in my opinion, he's got a better arm and arm talent than both Walker and PJ. He just, the Sam's yeah, problem yeah. always been he he gets a little skittish under pressure. So yeah, I and think when it comes back to Alex, I think when it comes back to Alex's question is that everybody's just brought up some points that are part of the equation, and we're trying to figure out. It's just kind of. Um, one thing is this, the offensive line has been so historically bad in Carolina for 10 years almost, or, you know, six years, since 2015, really, 20, I mean, 20, like, we really haven't had a good line. We've They've always had uh, inherent deficiency at left tackle. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Khalil started getting hurt, we started to have problems at center. Um so one of the questions is, is the offensive line as good as people are making it out to be, or is it just better and we love to see a better line? And really, it's just one of the better parts of our team right now. Uh, maybe right. they're both a little true on that case. And then you go to this. is One thing I think that has made us feel really good about this offensive line is that we've got Icky on it, and he's been so successful at left tackle, and that has sort of been a um, – you know, something, some kind of bugaboo or like, like we've just not been able to figure out left tackle since Jordan Gross, really. And so I yeah. think that that makes us just feel better about this line, whether or not it's the case. And he's played so exceptionally well. Um, that's been a good thing. I think right. that once we injected Bradley Bozeman into the line, that you started to see the center feel a little bit stronger. And he has to be yep. resigned. We have to resign Bradley. Bowman. Yeah, he's super. I mean, he's, he's yep. been very important. So I think that's good. But it's not like they have been flawless by any means. I mean, I think they're a, 
above average when I say I think they're probably a top 15 offensive line, and I could see people making an argument for in the top 10, but we're not winning enough for anybody on this team in my mind to be top anything. Yeah, but right. we don't have a quarterback to win. It yeah, and then my last kind of point about it is, or last I think that you brought up too, um, was real important is that now we're starting to go as moting the weaker link. And you're right. He's he's it's the offensive line is one of those things. It's hard to dis, it's hard to say like this player's good or bad when everybody around them is terrible. So we have been like, oh, Moten is being pulled down by a poor line. He's the best one on a on a on a bad line. Now is he right. the most is now is he starting to trend towards average on a better than average line? And uh, at the end of the day. It is weird with the guy under center. Somehow the receivers get the ball and the other ones don't. And I'm right, Alex. I think Sam Sam Darnold. How about this? Is how about we might get the most exciting quarterback on the damn roster now? I Tony, I I, I can't believe I'm even saying that. I, I can't know, believe even, that's just like Sam Darnold. Really? I don't know. I and I, yeah. I really. Think I mean, he's going to be like probably our yeah. best quarterback on the roster like yeah. this year. I, but. Let's be real. During preseason, who would have thought we would be waiting for Sam Darnold to get healthy so we can say Sam is the best wide receiver on the roster? I mean, oh, man. A, a, a quarterback, wide receiver, whatever. Maybe even better. Maybe wide receiver. <laughs> if he plays decently, is he the veteran bridge? Do they re-sign him to be the veteran bridge if he plays oh, decently? Oh, I've been oh, saying um, it. All right. That's I don't know. I don't know. I don't. To me, to me, because it have to be resigned. To right. me, right. I think one of these quarterbacks right. is coming back. It, ain't it might be PJ crazy. or Sam. No, it's PJ <laughs> or Sam. I'm bringing in my bastard son, white chocolate espresso. Hell yeah! Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, so you think if Sam Dar- Sam Darnold comes in here? Yeah, you think we we have one of these quarterbacks on the roster next year? Yeah. Yes, I believe it's one of these. PJ or Sam? I think they're going to see which one they want to bring back by playing them. Even if you get a completely different uh, coaching regime in here. No, if we get a, if we get a yeah, that might be different. If we yeah, if we get a completely different. Coaching staff, coaching staff, no, absolutely no. None of them will be back. Well, McAdoo didn't want Sam or Baker, so I mean, right? Completely different. But I don't. I think. I, I I think regardless, McAdoo won't be here if Wilkes is hired as permanent, off permanent head coach. I, I believe Wilk. I believe he sends. He sends the other than the offensive line coach. I think he sends the rest of the offensive coaches packing. All right, so I guess the other thing to think about with this is as the Panthers, if they are looking for a bridge quarterback, whether that bridge is to Matt Corral, whether that bridge is to a rookie that's drafted and either Matt Corral in that case, who else in the landscape is going to be available that is a type of bridge quarterback that could be intriguing to a regime more so you know, you would be thinking it was Baker Mayfield. You were thinking now. <laughs> you think of that. Yeah. That's how bad Baker's played. He played himself right. out of the league, it feels like. Um, Who else is there? I, I, I would say. Uh, 
Joe Flacco. No, uh, I don't. I don't. I think Joe. I think Joe's just got too old. I mean, Joe well, Flacco. Where's he? Is he in New York? No, he's not in New York. He's uh. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. He, uh, he's in New York. He played yeah. pretty well um, with uh, Zach yeah. Wilson out. Yeah, well, he may be playing. Like, they ain't even dead, using. Dude. They're going to White now, ain't they? Yeah, his arm's dead, dude. There's like zero. Yeah. I, I, I think it's Derek Carr. I, I believe I really do. I think it's 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 Derek Carr. Um, there's a few that may be available, but I think Derek Carr will be available. I think Derek Carr is the best option we have as bridge quarterback now. I mean, don't folks misunderstand. I'm not saying sign him to a five-year contract. Just, you know, as a bridge quarterback between the rookie and because I think we'll draft a quarterback, but we'll have to go outside a veteran anyway. So Dude, I mean, Daniel Jones back. is on a one-year deal. I was just asking, uh, is uh, do the Bryant's Bryant's do the Giants bring back Daniel, Daniel Jones? I think he's in his fifth-year option. Daniel Jones. They didn't pick yeah. it up. Uh, oh, no. Yeah, yeah, they didn't pick it up. But you know, if 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 you're if you're the Giants, that's got to be your best option is to bring him back. He fits yeah, off right yeah. now. Well, I mean, are they? Are I they, mean, they, yeah. I mean, you bring him back, they might still be drafting the quarterback. Like a lot oh, of people think the Panthers should do if we don't draft in the top five or ten. Not because we it's don't really, have a draft pick, because some people, the Anthony Richardson guy or whatever the people are pointing out, maybe they're interested in that. Um, there's always my guy, our guy. Yeah. From uh, Philly. Um, Minshew? Oh, yeah. Imagine, yeah. Imagine. I forgot about him. I have. I Absolutely did. not. Oh, God. Is he on a one-year deal? Yeah. He's, he's a free agent next year. Yeah. Yeah, he's a free agent next year. There, It's tough to say, like, who's going to be that, that bridge quarterback just because, like, I don't even know if they're going to keep Wilkes. If, obviously, we talk, you talked about Tony, like, if they – getting a new head coach it might be someone else so it's there's a lot of well, i mean it, it varies yeah it varies on on who actually it varies to me it varies on your next head coach we all know that no no coach or no quarterback wanted to come here under matt rule you know uh none of them did uh the rams quarterback uh stafford didn't want to come here under matt rule Kirk Cousins, they tried to trade for him, and he refused to come here under Matt Rule. So your next head coach, whoever it is, it will, will you know, the, the veteran for, the veteran quarterbacks have to look and say, hey, that's going to be a great coaching staff. It's going now, to be a great place to go. Up the fact of possibly bringing in Derek Carr, are you thinking that the Raiders are going to release him? Yes. Because I don't want to bring yes. Derek Carr in via trade. I, I – I, I don't either, but knowing how Scott Fitterers seem to like to go out and trade for vet quarterbacks, um, I I would, but I, I don't think you're going to get Derek Carr to come here for what Baker's come here for. So we're trading for Zach when, when I looked, I I looked to like a similar contract that um, the Falcons gave uh, Mariota. Yeah. Yeah, Mariota. Trade for him, you have to take on his contract. From exactly. So I, I, I know earlier I said something about trade. I, what are, I wouldn't trade, but I mean, you, you, Jim, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be available. To be honest with you, uh, uh, 
Well, he'd be available too. How Mason, much money is he gonna want? And no, yeah, James you know, Winston, yeah. But, but here, here's the name nobody wants. Here's the name nobody wants. As soon as I say it, everybody's gonna say Baker. no. But no. But you've got to think he he is a he is a bridge quarterback now, and he's won some games. And Jacoby present. I am. That's who I'm thinking about. I'm not saying I'm not saying I would do this, but you're Scott Fitterer. If you're Scott, hypothetically, say Scott comes back. Because if we don't win no more games, Tepper has full. You could expect Tepper to sign everybody out of here. I mean, GM, head coach. Everybody. But again, it's the, not their fault. What's going on now it, is that doesn't matter. They, it doesn't matter if there's. You're right, but at the same time, that's the way the NFL works. That's business in the NFL work. Just because it's not your fault, don't mean you ain't gonna. It, you know, it ain't. It, that's here's what it is. <laughs> like it or not. Define define bridge quarterback for me, because like. Are did, did, we bridge bridge, like, bridge quarterback is a quarterback. Like two years. To me. Is a quarterback who will come in until your rookie's ready to One start, to two years, Max. or a yeah. guy who can. Now, now, this this guy may be your starter or your backup. You know, he may. But to me, a bridge quarterback is a guy who can teach your rookie quarterback something. I don't want a quarterback who's a bridge quarterback who's gonna come here and say, "Hey, you may supposed to learn off me, but you can learn setting your ass on the bench. I'm taking your fucking job." I don't. I don't really want a quarterback like that. You well, you go get a guy like, for example, you 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 go you 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 go get a guy like Daniel Jones, on on a fifth. Just leave it a fifth year option, playing good all like that. He ain't gonna come here expecting to be a bridge quarterback. He's gonna go somewhere. He's where he wants to sign a long term deal or the closest he's can get to be a franchise quarterback. Yeah, probably like a. Or that's what's in his head going. So you know, Matt Rule, this is Matt Rule set us back almost three years because we're about to do what we should have done Matt Rule's first season. Right. Cam Newton was the perfect bridge quarterback if you had a draft of Justin Fields. Cam plays yeah. one one or two years. Right. He was on a one-year deal, which was cost-friendly to the franchise. Right. Let him play out that season. Let Fields learn behind him. And then let Fields take over the following season. Well, Fields came out fast. Tom Brady left, and the Saints were down, and the Falcons were down. We were ready to run the NFC South, and rules screwed it up. Well, Fields came after that year, Cam. Yeah, I want to say Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater would have been a good, would have been a good bridge quarterback. But problem is, uh. You know, when you kick a man when he's down and then turn around and help him up and say, oh, I'm sorry, forgot you were my quarterback. I mean, that's – I mean, you, you, you know, you, you, you go on the media, you go with the, the – you know, I mean, worked, you go behind – uh, bring who back? No, we brought him back. Is this is that oh, yeah. Fine throwing him under the bus and then bringing him back. But Teddy, yeah. once they started turning on Teddy, man, Teddy won't have nothing, none of it. Exactly. Yeah. And Teddy was well, actually telling coach. us too. Teddy was telling us stuff going on behind the scenes that nobody wanted to hear. Right. Oh yeah. But you uh, know, hey, you also got to look Pickle, at Michael Private Chat. Also, um, I think you're right, though. I think, but I think uh, Kev is right that Fields was the year after. Yeah, because so, we were picking who did we pick that year. That was the year it Sam was the Herbert came year. Us. Yeah, you're t- that's the Herbert year that uh, yeah. we get with Teddy Bridgewater. 
We could have got um and Hardy wanted to move up with the Giants in order to take Herbert and Rule said no. We could have got Hurts, but we got YGM. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people were down on Hurts. You know, Hurts has really been the great success story of the last few mm-hmm. years or last five or six years of a quarterback who's truly been a later, you know, non-first. I don't like when they say Patrick Mahomes. You know what I mean? He's picked 13th or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's not, but so. He was in round two. And he goes into a great situation. But, I mean, like, I think Hurts is a real pro- – what people yeah. think as a project quarterback. You know, and that is a success story in so many ways that they stuck with him. Uh, you know, uh, here's the name. Uh, no, no, I don't no, think, no, he- I think I agree with all of this, and I feel like we agree kind of running yeah. circles on this conversation because right. we were all last year talking about. Uh, we were cool toad. You're gonna have to show your camera if you want to come in. Uh, we got a policy where yeah. you got to put your face up. Up. Uh, now type in the chat who has the most sacks all time as a Carolina Panther. That background, you off to the side, totally looks shady, bro. And we have been uh, bombed by shady <laughs> people before. We ain't that gullible. Here's some. You know, you got to pass a. Oh, he's gone. You got to pass. Taylor Heineke. Taylor Heineke is going to be a free agent, as well as Mike White, Geno Smith, you know, and Kyle Allen. Kyle Allen. All of them are going to get a start this week. Yeah. So we know Taylor Heineke yeah, is going to starting. Yeah, going to resign with Seattle. They're going to resign. Yeah, yeah. You think? You think? If, if well, that's a question though too. If 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 well, the Commanders roster. If does the Commanders fire Ron? If so, or do they keep Taylor Heineke? Would I you mean, bring Washington Taylor Heineke in right as a bridge? Washington going off right now, though. Yeah. I yeah, think they so. keep Taylor Heineke, and I think they keep Rivera, too. Yep. Carson uh, Wentz may be gone. Uh, yeah, Cooper, he, Rush will be, Cooper Rush will be available. <laughs> and, and, and listen, if, if Scott Fitter hires a guy from the Cowboys, he may bring in uh, Cooper Rush. Stay away from Cowboys coaches. <laughs> like oh, here's a guy. Here's a guy I like. Now we haven't seen him play this year, but I, I got to say his name. Uh, is, I think it's the guy Taylor Huntley. Is that that guy that the Ravens, Ravens. backup? Yeah. Ravens yeah. backup quarterback. He played well. I liked him year. pretty well last year. Last year he played real good when he had the chance to start. He fits their system. Yeah. You would have to be Greg willing Roman. to run the Ravens system. Well, if we draft a running quarterback, you never know who our next head coach be. Our next head coach may be the offensive coordinator for the Ravens. That and throws the ball. That throws the kink in the. That throws kinks in plans. I mean, I think he would keep Hampton here anyway. I mean, this is too I, early I to talk they, about the offseason. Really? Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Of all this list I'm looking at, Garbage, you might go to go. Well, that's yeah. where it's like we're coming back to Sam Darnold. Yeah. You, you, you're you right. Guys, 
You're, you're exactly you don't right. Think we don't have a shot. You don't think we have a shot for the playoffs? We're only two games back. No, all no. right. I'm, I'm trying to keep a positive no. outlook, Tony. Okay. I mean, yeah, yeah, let me tell you. I like the upbeat, but I, right now yeah. I'm just wondering we have a shot on Sunday. We would have <laughs> Yeah, that's me. can't predict this team. can't predict That's me. I'm, I'm going one game at a time. What will yeah. happen will happen. I'm going one game at a time. Yeah. If if I start thinking about, well, if we win this game and we win this game and we win this game and this team loses this game, then maybe we'll be able to squeeze ourselves in there. Then I get lost in the hype and – Pretty soon honestly, when they lose one game, I'm so down below that I can't get myself up. Honestly, like God, I just want to win enough games that Steve Wilkes keeps the job at this point. I got a question for you all. It's about the upcoming like draft. That. That's going to be the uh, most boring offseason we're going to have, man. We need some content creator for this website, <laughs> for this show. Not just Go back with Steve Wilkes. Bring back Sam Darnold. Yeah. Yeah, you, get, yeah well, you can only discuss the same thing. Agency. We still got the draft. You got to fill out the rest of the coaching staff because Ben McAdoo's going to be out of here. If Steve Wills gets his, gets his job, McAdoo's gone. Yeah. So, do you bring in Pep Hamilton as the offensive coordinator? Well, you can't, though, unless he gets fired from the Texans. Levy, Levy Smith's probably going to get it fired. Levy Smith's probably getting fired. Oh, he's most definitely getting fired. Well, yeah. who, who who would take – well, I don't want to say who. Who would – I mean, the Texans hire and fire. They've in the, What, five years have they not hired and fired five different coaches? Pretty much. Welcome I mean, who, well, take that again. <laughs> but Pickle, I mean, you, now, know you can always happened. get – You know exactly why that happened because they wanted to hire Josh McCowan as their yeah, head coach. Never and they couldn't yeah. because of the whole Brian Flores situation. Yeah. Well, that didn't, stop, that didn't stop – That didn't stop Jeff uh, – Jim Ursay. Yeah, but so you're saying, him. oh, it was in the middle of the season and it was an interim coach yeah. and he hired to hire somebody he was comfortable with. So. Yeah. They should have hired Matt Rule. <laughs> no, uh, but are you talking about Saturday? Is that yeah. yeah? Yeah. Actually, look, the Saturday stuff is. I'm I'm interested if anybody has been able to find any. I have not watched the Colts games. Look, so I'm just going to be honest. I've not watched either uh, of these yeah. Colts games. Um, has he made any blunders though? Because the team has been rather competitive in both of the games. They won one. And they pushed the Eagles all the way to the end. It took a last-minute fourth-quarter touchdown by Jalen Hurts to to win by one. Like, yeah. uh, has he looked disorganized? Has he made bad challenges? Has it been terrible with the – Well, he ain't calling the plays, is he? No, no. No, but he's, he's, running, he's, he's, he's running the ball one-on-one. He's running the football and playing tough nose, hard-nosed defense. Yeah. Exactly. I think they, they were thinking it. Yeah, I think they were throwing the ball way too much with Matt Ryan beforehand with Frank Wright. I think like they were just throwing the ball, throwing the ball, and that's not really their game plan. Their game is to run the ball, play defense, and you know not turn the ball over. So I think he kind of went back. They they went to but, that and they started to play better. So, but but if Matt Ryan or if Frank Wright wasn't calling the plays, then how could he be held responsible for the wrong play calling? Because he could have took over. Yeah, he's the head coach. He could have took yeah, over. Yeah, like, they're just bad all over the place. But I don't even know if – was that by – you're right. They were throwing the ball like an incredible amount. Like I saw mm-hmm. Matt Ryan with like a 50 passing attempt game. You're like, what in the world? Kind, kind of like McAdoo like was Jonathan doing Taylor was hurt, the first part of the season. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. 
Which okay. is strange. We still want to know the impetus behind the Matt, the Ben McAdoo change. You know, is yeah. this instructive from the top to him to get well, it together? I, honestly, Tony, I believe it, it's honestly the head coach. Matt Rule gets in front of the camera and he talks about, oh, we're going to run the football, we're going to run the football. And then you turn around the next week and they're throwing it 40 times. But when Steve Wilkes says we're going to run the football, they run the football. That's the difference between a guy you stick out there as a figurehead and a head coach. This is what we're going to do. And if you can't do it, I will find somebody that will do it. I, I've read something about the players. That's what the players is. Uh, uh, is it Steve Wilkes has a, a different attitude. He has an attitude where he's almost forceful, but the players know it's not being a bully forceful. It's here's what you're going to do. Here's what I expect you to do. Here's what you're going to do. You know, comparable to Matt Rule, who was, come on, buddy, let's do it this way, okay? I well, think it would really be a better money, job so. doing it this way. So He's playing with house money. He's expecting to get fired. So, I mean, so he's yeah. like, fuck it, I'm just going to yeah. do whatever I want. But now Steve Wilkes, I think Steve Wilkes has already proved quite a bit this year. I think he'll have a job in the NFL uh, whether whether he's with the Panthers or not, I really expect a, a coach to come out and get him at the very least for an offensive, or at least for a defensive coordinator. You know, so because yeah, some, somebody's going to need a defensive coordinator. Elevate him to the head coaching position. I mean, he's done. I, I would, I would, yeah. I'd, I'd elevate him and leave him right there. So exactly. Me, I though. mean, these so. players are playing hard. That defense mm-hmm. went to Baltimore against Lamar Jackson and held him in check for three and a half quarters. If anybody right. had told us last week that we were going to hold the Baltimore Ravens at 13 points, we would have all said we win this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But, absolutely. You're absolutely or right. Or that we just wouldn't have done it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. telling you, honestly, if somebody told you last week, said, I guarantee you this defense will hold Lamar Jackson and the Ravens at 13 points, you would have been like, mm-hmm. shit, we win this game. I mean, you, I mean, you know, somebody on the chat said, said a while ago that we've had – actually got a team we're just missing a quarterback that ain't far from the truth if you go back and look at each game we are we are not winning for basically one or two plays literally at and each game we're, we're, we're not being blown out 30 to nothing every yeah, single game, game this year. that was cincinnati and they were and the guy yeah. was sick that game yeah what's what's up with sick everybody's sick now Right. Every single you, you got, season, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, well, it's kind of like they they had something almost like got, to the point of food poisoning. Oh, yeah, they they, yeah, they need they, to. That's what they were talking about. It says you know like what they're probably doing. Matt Rule's wife's probably sending the food over and they eating oh, it. That's probably what oh, it is. <laughs> or they're eating that Jacksonville Jaguar food over there. Yeah, because the Derek yeah. Brown, they said he was violently ill. That's why he couldn't come back in. They said he was losing fluids left and right. They uh, this happened to my college team that they had some sort of food poisoning through breakfast or something with the team and yeah. like 12 dudes were like they and it was like all the starters too like you know they were probably all eating at the same table out of the same batch of eggs or whatever that got them sick and they were trying to like and this was bef- earlier in the week but they were like how can you manage practice how you know and these kids are just jogging all day and shitting their pants out. Uh, but I think right now I saw that there are eight people 
on the injury list maybe a glance yep. yesterday or during on thanksgiving that said illness so sickness flu bug floating around there maybe right now um let's talk about this game guys denver comes to town are we really just two games out yeah, this can't be possible yeah <laughs> we really are yeah two games two games that's, that's why how I, bad this division i can't is. give up i can't i'm not gonna give up i'm a I know, I know, I'm I a realist, wanna, but I can't yeah, give up. If you won out, we would win the division. That's, what, that's I mean, it's possible, but right, I mean, yeah. I don't think it's gonna happen. Right, <laughs> I right. gonna happen no, I mean, time. I might just thinking about Sunday, but gosh, I really do think the Bucks make a late season push here. I think they yeah. they start to find it, you know, find ways to win, um, and you know, just kind of pull it, eke out the division and. And get into the playoffs and maybe make somebody's life kind of miserable as a team you don't want to play with Tom Brady in the first round of the playoffs. But uh, I don't think he's cooked entirely. I think that's an overblown storyline. I think there's a lot of other reasons that team has been struggling. But the Panthers are hosting a very bad Denver Broncos team. And now we all or at least I, I believe in the sports industry and just as fans we tend to uh latch on to some perspectives and uh, that we may be pre like we form going into the season and then we um we ultimately like try to hope that those ideas come to fruition right is that and it takes us a long time to abandon some of those things that we believed in despite evidence and what what i'm trying to get to is this is i made a play in fantasy you're always projecting trying to find a way to get value more value out of somebody that you don't have to draft in the first and i and i targeted jerry judy in rounds three i think two or two or three as my wide receiver and then coming around the middle rounds i said russell wilson with receivers and Denver is going to go there and he could just, he's going to light it up and it just didn't come to fruition. He's, it just hasn't worked in any level. One week he might be okay. The other week, all the receivers are hurt. He's been bad. The whole team's been bad. And I go on this radio show guys once a week and we do picks. We just do not, not against the spread, just straight up across the NFL. And we keep up with them all season long. And we've been doing it for nine years. And I just keep picking the Broncos because of the law of averages, right? Like, I just like, oh, it's got to come together. It's got to come. Kind of like how I felt with Baker. I didn't think Baker was going to be a savior, but I thought at some point it had to have been a little bit better than the worst that it was. And the trash all over the place. The other is this, but my friend, we're picking the, the games and I don't really want to pick Carolina in any game right now. Not because I don't want them to win, but like it's just hard at this point with so many unknowns to say, yeah, we should go out there and win this game. Can we win it? One thing. Will we win it a different one? And he goes, don't pick them. You can't pick Denver again. You can't pick Denver again. So I kind of got bullied into picking the Panthers in a way. What do you guys think about the real shot of uh, – Bad Denver team traveling across the country, injured and wounded. Cortland Sutherland, their or Sutton, their whatever his name is, their number one option. No Jerry Judy 
No Melvin Gordon. He's been cut. A quarterback who is losing and a head coach who has just been miserably bad against the unknown Sammy D Panthers. Yeah. I mean, I mean their scoring yeah. offense is worse than ours. <laughs> this is this is a game, Tony. This is a game where, you know, you go to a bar, you find a bar on Sunday, and you pick your favorite drink and you tell them to keep them coming. Because this is gonna be a this is gonna be a game where uh, you know, it's it's, it's probably going to be a snoozer, a lot of punts, a lot of punts. So, um, yeah, it, it's a, it's going to be a tough game. I think for the Panthers, we always play tough. Or we, we always seem to lose to the Broncos, at least the last few times that I've seen. So, um, it's gonna, I it's haven't gonna be looked a, a lot. How, how good are the Broncos against the run? I've seen it on Facebook. That's a good question. I, know, I mean, I know their defense is good. Yeah, but. So, so you're saying if if the Panthers can get up by two touchdowns, we pretty much won the game. I would think so. Yeah, I mean, if they score over 18, they, they pretty much win the game, I think. Because, like, I think – what's the record? I think they'd be 9-1 or something, or if they have yeah, yeah. 19 or more. Yeah, it's like that. Like that. <laughs> okay, let, let, let's if, – if the Panthers win Sunday – Let's slow down on Sammy D as our stud quarterback here, okay? We oh, kind of, we, we, we let's be honest, we, we kind of got folks got carried well, away on PJ Walker. Yourself. Well, they're probably the toughest defense we'd have to play. But uh, yeah, but the here's the, the thing. Defense. Here's the thing, Pickle. Why we got hyped was like after that game, we're like a game back. So like, let's just say Sam Sammy D wins wins on Sunday, and the Bucks lose to Cleveland. We're a game back. Our, of course, Panther fans are going to be hyped. We're going to be hyped. A but, game but, back, but, so. but, 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 okay. We're, we're technically, we may be two games back, but for those to take advantage of them two games, we're going to have to win the remaining games. We're going to have to hope the Falcons, who beat us twice, and. No, they only beat us once. Okay, well, we're still, we're going to have to hope that the Falcons and the Bucks both keep losing. I mean, this is the way it is. Yeah, now, I mean, you know. It, they have, Our the, luck, Saints, uh, they have the Browns, Saints. Saints, and Niners, the Bucks, the next three games. Brown Browns, Saints. Niners. Yeah, that's 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 just gonna that's a brutal schedule, ain't it? <laughs> How about this? Is that the, the Broncos run defense is better than ours. Let's put it that way. Yeah, well, their well, defense uh, is legit. I mean, yeah, it's yeah, not too bad. Defense. They are right behind uh they're probably Middle, a little bit middle of the pack when it comes to rushing total rushing yards, yards per carry. They are middle. If they're not top five, we can run on them. Yeah, what I'm so, saying is though is that we don't have a good running defense usually either. I don't think so, 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 so let me throw this question out. Who who saw who who traded for the worst quarterback? Denver traded for Russell Wilson or the Panthers traded for Baker Mayfield? Who we got the worst block. end of the deal? Denver, absolutely. Denver, absolutely. They, re- they re-signed him to that long extension, and they gave up first-round picks. We only paid three mil. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they paid 243 mil. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know. I'm not ready to say that Wilson is – maybe I'm just – It could be the honest, coach. Honestly, Tony, look at our defense. Our run defense since Wilkes has taken over has gotten better. It was last week, that's for sure. It mm-hmm. wasn't against the Bengals, though. Well, again, everybody was sick with food poisoning that week, so I, I throw that game out. I don't count that game. I still don't believe that. 
I want to give a shout out to Nick Montero, uh, a fellow free for aller. We said, keep pounding. Happy National Fat Kid Day. I'll see everybody next Friday. Sunday is the battle of the future backups. Nick Montero, 499 Love Bomb. Uh, Russell Wilson coming to town. Sam Darnold in the house making his debut. Russell Wilson's certainly going to have time to to rejuvenate his career in Chicago and Denver. They've paid so much for him and allocated. They're not going to be able to give up on him at least for two more years. So they're just going to have to live with an aging quarterback that they made a mistake or not. Now, Sam Darnold, I wonder like how much pressure is on him right now. I almost feel like this is a relieving kind of way to enter the game. Like in that you've already had uh, the, the quote-unquote trade happen where Baker came in and they didn't believe in you and you had to do all the press stuff for that. Then you, He's behind the best offensive line he's ever played with. <laughs> yeah. Then you have the uh, – you lost the job in uh, the preseason to Baker because they thought he gave you a better option. That clearly didn't happen in reality when Baker took the field. You even were still injured enough to where PJ could come in and at least for a moment try to convince and tease you that he was better. But then he also showed so many inconsistencies. I feel like Sam Darnold right now has probably got the least pressure on his shoulders as Carolina Panther quarterback heading into this game behind the best offensive line that he's had ever. Sam Darnold is playing with house money right now. Yeah, yeah. I definitely... Nobody expects anything from Sam Donald, so Sam can go out there and let it rip. If he throws three interceptions, we expected him to do that. So he has no worries. Just go out there and sling it. Run the game plan and do what you do. Yeah. If if you're the Seattle, if you're the Denver Broncos, you know what you do. If you fire your offense, if you fire your head coach this year. You go out and you hire the Seahawks offensive coordinator as your head coach. Then because um, that that because that way, I don't. It's Shane Waldron. I don't know that he's even kid smart enough to do it. But let's be bluntly honest. You paid that much money for your quarterback. You gave up that much money for the quarterback. You've got to get him in a system that he knows. Because you're too you're too far in to scrap everything and go forward. So you just got to go get somebody that 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 that's used to Russell and that knows what Russell can do. The Pretty much give him are... the same offensive he's had since he's been Denver. Because let's be honest, let's 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 put let's let's think of it this way. Maybe it wasn't Russell Wilson that was so good. Maybe it was this system that Pete Carroll uses that w- that made Russell Wilson who Russell Wilson is. The Denver Broncos just like just like everybody said that is in the worst position than the Carolina Panthers at this point. Yeah, because it remember when Brady was in with the Patriots, everybody said it wasn't Brady; it was the system. So Brady went to went to the Bucks to prove everybody wrong. I don't he think did people it. People really said that. They may have said that in the very beginning. Yeah, but I think Brady did enough for long enough. Everybody knew that he was an incredible. He was the best. Player quarterback yeah yeah i also think the broncos i'm a i think their wide receiver team like the wide receivers are a little overrated honestly if you ask me but i kind of want to 
as far as yeah. Russell Wilson goes, I still want to give him another shot. Like, I think this is just like one of those years it, ha- it happens, I guess. But uh, I don't I don't think he's like on the downfall. I just think maybe like like you said, you know, maybe someone new, a system that he knows a little bit better that might help him out a little bit. Maybe I they saw... need to go hire Brian Schottenheimer. He was that, with uh, Russell for a long time. I heard Melvin Gordon was playing future and that's why they cut him. <laughs> no, I think he just I think he just a, he fumbles the ball too much. <laughs> yeah. I mean but you know, I'm excited. Honestly, it's weird for me to say Tony and everybody, but it's I, I'm I can't believe I'm excited to kind of see what Darnold could do on Sunday. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited you. to see. Yeah, it's yep. just like yep. it's um, almost it's gonna too be little too late at this point for me. Yeah, it's like, it is. I'm almost been yeah. happy this happened two weeks ago. It should yeah. happen last week. Yeah. You're right. Um, yeah. But but, look, but this, I, this I, is going to give him a lot of time. They did. Yeah. Maybe they did him a favor and not rush him in either. No, That's true. He's, he's been hurt. He hasn't been dead. But didn't like, they say? I know he's got the playbook. He's probably been. He's been listening on the mics. It's not like he's taken over an offense that he was introduced into four days ago. Didn't Wilkes come out and say like PJ might have could have played last week, but he decided not to. So like, why isn't PJ playing this week? Well, now the, on the injury report, he's he's listed as as out. Or doubt, very doubtful. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think PJ's. Is, I think PJ's really hurt, and I think he's. I don't think he's going to be available this week. I don't know that he's going to be available next week. Well, no. But I if think... Sam, if Sam comes out, if Sam beats the Broncos, if we beat the Broncos, and PJ's healthy next week, who do you start, Sam or PJ? No, you, you start Sam. You, you go. You go with the. the guy yeah, you got to go with who's who's winning. Yeah, but I mean, the thing is, is like PJ, I think if it were a really big game, he'd probably play. But since we're kind of almost out of it and it's a bye week next week, we got a bye week, I believe. So, like, they're going to probably give him a couple weeks to, you know, recoup, get the ankle ready. But, I mean, they're just going to see what Donald's got. If Donald gets the W, they're going to stick with him. They're going to stick with him. That's what, that's what you got to do. It's crazy. I'm looking at uh... – PJ's doubtful. Looking at the Broncos wide, uh, like one of the Broncos fan pages. Yeah. And it's like why looking at the Carolina Panthers fan page, it's just like talking about how bad we are, uh, like how um, bad their team is and how bad the Panthers are. There's like nothing good. Like I'm trying to figure out how they believe they're going to beat us. And it's almost because we stink so much. (laughs) That's the only reason. Like they don't. Point to themselves. This how all right. So here, here's it's the same to them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how many games will the Broncos win to close out the season? Is one of the questions they're asking on their website, and they think the over under is one. So <laughs> it's like uh, the Panthers or nobody in their mind. Crazy. Yeah. How did they? Well, so they got a tough schedule, man. They got a tough schedule. So so. So let's let's ask this: Does if the Panthers win Sunday, does the Seahawks coach get fired because he got beat by Sam Donald? Oh, you mean the Denver coach? Yeah, 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 Denver. D- I mean, I'm Hackett's, Hackett's already on the 
Hackett's on the on the hot list now. Anyway, his seat's the hot. It's on fire. I think though, uh, if, if you haven't fired your coach mid-season right now, I think yeah, that you just wait till the Black Tuesday or whatever, and well, you just fire they, them immediately after the last. They fired game. Ron. They fired him the, the what the first week of they it, it was uh it Five was around the first week of December, first? wasn't it? Yeah, yep. it was weird. He Tepper said it, it was, was the first uh, week of December. Like, want to give him a head start. Tepper yeah. said he wanted to give him a head start. I was like, I, I don't know. Well, he did. I mean, technically, because Ron was talking to Ron was talking to the to Washington before the season ended. Yeah, that's what I was tired. Anyway, well, he gave so. him a head start to do his little PR campaign. Remember, Ron went on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Went on Good morning, Good morning football, or whatever it was and stuff. But, yeah. Uh, Ron Rivera's team. I told my friend, uh, he's a Anders fan, and he said uh, he was fed up with Ron by the end of uh, September, early October. He's just like, man, I don't think this is going to work anymore. It's going to work. And a lot of the same things that are upset about is that first is just that the improvement hadn't come in the time period, like in the three years. The uh, defense wasn't playing as great as it, you know, you would expect under a Ron Rivera team, and the continued fumbling and weirdness at the quarterback position, like kind of a lot of the questions that we were saying about things we were saying about Ron. I said, "Well, you man, watch out for Ron, man. November and December are his months, bro." Yep, they are. And <laughs> look, they've won five out of six. The Commanders, yeah, and they play the Giants again, like. Ron's this is a this it's a total 2014 season for Ron here or Ron would uh what was it was it maybe it was 2012 when we were about to fire him in the last in the second year like everybody's like this dude's got to go and he reeled off like six out of eight wins at the no. back end of the season or something I think it's 2013 we were twelve and four in thirteen, though. Yeah, but we started out slow. This like, is Ron Rivera's time of the year. I know. If man, the playoffs, guy. if the playoffs happened today, Washington would all four of the NFC East teams would be in the playoffs. All four of them. Wow. All four of them. Uh, That's just amazing to me. Started uh, with a bench, Davis Mills, who started. Kyle Allen, yes. Yeah, Kyle, yeah. Kyle Allen. I didn't think Ron so. Rivera, it was Taylor Heineke versus Kyle Allen. Like, you can't make this shit up. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. It's like the right. Battle of the Bastards. <laughs> so, all yeah. right. So, what look, is that uh, somehow with Sam Darnold coming in in week whatever this is, 11? What is this? 12? 12? I think 12. If you would have said at the beginning of the season that Sam Darnold would be making a debut after, uh, like, it's it's just hard to believe that you could conjure a world for Sam Darnold coming into the game after not wowing you for the first whatever 11 games would be an upgrade. But right now we're walking into this is we're walking – trying to figure out something about this Carolina Panthers team. And the defense played remarkably stout against the Ravens. And you can't overlook that last week. In a tough environment, on the road, the Ravens' home environment is one of the best in the entire league. 
and now you're sitting here going, we got a wounded Denver team. Can we win this? How how we how can we win this game? Because uh, I was looking it up, Alex. What you said is the type of game. Just saddle up to the bar and say, "Keep them coming." <laughs> One of the Denver sites said they go. I could really see this being a zero zero game at halftime. <laughs> I'm no. actually no. not mad that I'm working Sunday. I don't I don't see that happening. Honestly, I believe Carolina gets the run game going. Deontay Foreman gets in the end zone, and I think I think Steve Wilkes lets that defensive front loose. I think Brian Burns gets a couple of sacks on Russell Wilson this week. I'm just kind of glad I'm working this Sunday. So <laughs> I think it's going to actually be a decent game, guys. I really do. I don't know if I'm just being optimistic, but I think Carolina's going to have a really good game this week. It's going to be hey. like the U.S. soccer team versus the English soccer team. <laughs> I, I, yeah, what's, what, well, you know what's bad? If you, look, if you look at the Panthers' injuries, we have one healthy tight end. That's it. One's listed as out, and the others are questionable or are, are doubtful. We literally have one. Tommy Trim was the only tight end we got that's healthy. And yeah, tight ends. We use the tight ends as paramount to pa- help pass blocking and run ta- and run blocking. Well, at least I mean, blocking is Tommy Trimble's big forte. So. Yep. The most exciting, the most exciting game that we've ever yeah. that we played yeah. this year. We, lost. I mean, even that yeah, you know, that, that's, yeah, that's including game. our so-called fullback that's also listed as a tight end. So yeah, reaching, you know. So yeah, but I guess if worst one's the worst, you can put in offensive lineman and t- say that he's your tight end. Cam Irving. This is a game. Yep. This is or, a game. Uh, I hope to see. Or the guy they used last week, uh, uh, Cade Mays. All right, go ahead, Alex. Oh, the, the, this is a game I hope I see, uh, like, some Johnny Hecker, uh, some magic. Like, we get a little fake punt action. This is one of those kind of games where like we should probably, we'll probably see that. It yeah. could be. I think it's going to be one of those kind of games where you're going to be like, you're going to see some fake punts, especially if we're, like, near the 45 <laughs> midfield area. That's what I think. It's going to be one of those kind of games. So. Uh, um, as well, we'll try to figure out a little bit more about this game right now. I want to remind everybody that the C3 Panthers podcast is sponsored by Prize Picks. This is your daily fantasy sports hubcap hub where you go and you get to make a bunch of money or sometimes be a little frustrated like me um, when it comes to daily fantasy football sports. The way it works is is you uh, find multiple players and you uh, try to calculate if they're going to go more than or less than uh, their projected um, sports, uh, their their projection for yards, catches, whatever it may be. You go to prizepicks.com, you download the prizepicks app and you use the promo code C3. You'll get a 100% first time deposit bonus up to $100. I tell you if prizepicks is... If they were not a sponsor, I'd still be talking about them. In fact, I talk about them on this show in many episodes where they are not paying for the read at all. But they have sponsored our Tuesday and Friday free-for-all, our Tuesday show and the Friday free-for-all, for us to help look at and forecast the game based on some of the player projections that are coming out. And the one, if you pull up right away prize picks right now, you just pull up uh, the NFL under passing guards. The first two quarterbacks that show up in the house are Russell Wilson and Sam Darnold. Now, I just want to tell you guys this. 
this Russell Wilson number is moving. I took Russell Wilson earlier in the week on the Tuesday show with more than 226 and a half. This number has moved down to 2019 and a half. You're getting a free seven yards in comparison to Tuesday. Today's Friday. Is it? Uh, are you still there, Kev? Yeah. Today's Flex Friday, right? Can we make or did we miss the window? Did it end at eight? Uh, there's Justin Jefferson. Well, yeah, I remember. He was oh, the home. Jeff. Yesterday was a free Justin Jefferson. By the way, I've been on a poor run the last couple ones, but they gave you a free square yesterday. All he had to get was more than a yard or get a yard. He reeled off 139 yards. <laughs> How about that is Jeff, Justin Jefferson. When was he drafted? First he round. First round? Okay. Yeah. He is a beast, man. They got him with the dig straight. You know, and they didn't lose. Uh, they didn't downgrade. Think about that. Wow. Is you have the, they're arguably the two best receivers in the league right now. That was definitely a win-win. Yeah, definitely. Um, so if you go to prize picks, you can put in multiple entries. Uh, the more you put in, uh, like, uh, so if you do two players and you get hit both of them, right. You, you go, from, uh, you triple your money. You do three players, you get five times your money. You can get up to 10. Like you can really make some loot doing this. Um, and I need, fact, uh, we're going to find need, some winners right now. I need 67 yards from Waddle to win $600. So what? That's yeah. it. Also got uh, I need what was it seventy seven yards from Chubb and sixty yards from Andrews, and if I get all three, I get thirteen hundred dollars. Welcome to Prize Picks, folks. <laughs> Welcome to Prize Picks. My bastard son said this: "I don't need your money, Dad. Mm-mm. Take your degenerate gambling somewhere else because I'm a winner." <laughs> I'll make my own child support, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so if we look at this game, we'll just look at the Panthers uh, first. Is uh, Sam Darnold's um, 182 and a half passing yards? Deontay Foreman, I like this number a lot. 56. I wonder where that's moved from. It's gone up. It's gone up. So I got it a little cheaper on Tuesday. Foreman's is down. I think Foreman was down last time I checked. No, on Tuesday it was 50. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah. So I got him. This is my entry from the Tuesday show. I got him at 50 and a half yards on Tuesday. Russell Wilson's number has gone down while Foreman's has gone up. Hmm. I still feel like 56 and a half yards is not um, problematic for him. Like that to me is like still a favorable number. Did DJs go up? Because of Sam, I wonder. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what it was on Tuesday. I didn't make the play then. I don't know if it went up or went down either. But DJ has been so erratic this season. Is he just due at this point? Look, three games mm-hmm. where he's been under forty-seven. Years. Look, he hasn't even come close to forty. I wouldn't try it with Denver. Not with Denver's defense. Yeah, I mean. Terrace Marshall Jr., I feel like right now has become a um, – is it just getting too – I don't know. It's like I'm not even feeling great about any of the res- – I don't know anything about the pass game with Darnold right now. Yeah. I, 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 think the, I think the best rece- the best corners are covering DJ 
and leaving Marshall open. Because you know Marshall's one of these kids that is getting the sloppy second corners or third corners even maybe. Uh, and then because we, we don't have a, really a third. Our third uh, our, our, our third wide receiver is giving the ball to the opposing team more than he is helping the Panthers. So. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, in some ways, but I think, too, is that you're just seeing Terrace Marshall Jr. Um, show what, like, um, that his, phys- his his physical traits alone mm-hmm. in, in the NFL. He's tall. Yeah. He's fast. He's got good body control. He's got good hands. And, uh, like, I mean, what else do you need? And to me, and I don't know if this was me just kicking a dead dog while it was down or a hurt dog while it was down when we fired Matt Rule. But uh, I put this tweet as probably one of my most successful tweets in the history of me tweeting, and it was that Terrace Marshall Jr. is the biggest, uh, how do I put it, uh, indictment that Matt Rule was a fraud. And don't worry, he's you're not kicking a you know, hurt dog because he's got some money. Yeah, like hey, when guys, I was the prize picks when uh, Anthony Richardson just went down. Hmm. Who are they play? They're playing Florida State. Like oh, hurt, hurt. I might. Uh, they, he just got up. He looks like he took a shot to the head. They just got him up. Uh, you know, quarterback ten to number eleven's coming into the game, but he's already thrown a fifty-two yard touchdown pass. I didn't know they were playing. Yep, it's seven-seven. Um, do you guys? Oh, Latavius Murray is their starting back. Is, is he under is... in this game? Do the Panthers – is the Panthers' run defense going to show out this week? Wait a is is uh, Walker – oh, wait, I'm thinking of – never mind. That's I almost like – I like taking these quarterback rushing yards right here, like 12 and a half. I bet you Russell can capture that, but still, he's not as young as he used to be. Used to cover that all the day. Any of you guys like any of these? Not really. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey, Tony, do you now. check the running backs for Miami? The yeah, Miami game? Out. Let's check all the running backs right here. I mean, Mark Andrews is 60 yards, which I think he can get easily. They're playing Houston, I think. Oh, no, that's uh, Dolphins. Never mind. Brian Robinson, 50 and a half rushing yards versus the Falcons. I kind of like that number. We destroyed the Falcons on the ground with the ground game. Isn't he the backup? No, Robinson the starter. Yeah, he came back from them guns. He shot. He got shot out of a gun. Now, (laughs) Um, the Derrick Henry ninety-five and a half against Cincinnati. Kareem Hunt twenty-eight and a half. Who'd you say, Miami? Yeah, the Miami game. Um. Is Miami's running back? They don't have a rushing play. They, you know what? They're two quarterback. They're two running back committee probably for um, for prize picks at this point because right now they got Tua at over two eighty five and a half. Ty- Tyreek Hill ninety five and a half. Waddle, you got him at a good number. It's up to 75 and a half right now. Um, tough week so far. If we see anything, you guys can speak up if you see anybody that you like. I got, 
I got Waddle at sixty six point five. So yeah, so his you've got him at uh, on a discount. Uh, don't love Gino. Ooh, Gino actually against Las Vegas defense might be all right. Yeah, Vegas defense is not good. Um, Hertz versus Green Bay, two hundred thirty yards passing. Hmm. Well, you think they're just gonna have to ground and pound against that team? Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> I typically go with the touchdown passes. Like, what else we got? Yeah, Ooh, catching or interceptions. Like Heineke, who are they playing with? Oh, oh Heineke will get that. He'll get three he'll... right now. Three options on yeah. passing touchdowns. Will Tom Brady throw more than what? Well, he threw two. I guess like Gino might throw two. But they run the ball so much with Walker. Yeah. I like I like the, the Brady two touchdowns. I do like that. Yeah. Like that. Go there. See receiving yards. We see if we like any. Um, I mean Drake London because of uh, what's his name from Atlanta? Hurt. Um, the tight end. Yeah, Pitts. But they don't yeah. throw the ball at all. No. I like this one almost. Curtis. Look, they still got Curtis Samuel in his Carolina. <laughs> Brandon Cooks. Robert Woods, Amari Cooper. Ooh, Amari Cooper versus Tampa Bay. That might be good. Chris Godwin, Mike Evans. Let's see who we got. Andrew's gone up. It's a tough week. I don't feel great about anybody this week. Nah. I don't know. Uh, Kittle? Kittle? 45? Yeah, I like that. I mean, uh, who are they playing? New, New Orleans. Oh. And they're they're just a weird team because like sometimes too many weapons guys, too many weapons so it's like it's tough but I mean Kittle should get forty five I mean like he can get that on one play do we like uh, oh well Baltimore's defense so uh, I don't know if I want to pick a running back against Baltimore's defense yeah I wouldn't what about Eckler Uh, Eckler. Ooh, San. Uh, fifty. I think he does most of his damage receiving well. Yeah, he had one. He's only had one game this year where he's gotten that number, and it was last week. They're trying to tease you with recents. Yeah, I think they have the average for you. You can look at too. Do you think? Do you think maybe Darnold gets that over, or no? Not at all. Like they're not going to throw the ball. Yeah, I think they're going to try to run it. I don't know. Like, I don't think that they can just be like that. I think it's they're going to try to do it. I just think that's one of these games that you just like, I don't know. I just think it's one of those games that, like, he's going to have to throw it. I think, but I don't know. Mariota, does he think he did 57? No, he never does. I think you pick under, you can do the under. Yeah, it's just sad that like 180, like we're we're hoping for 182 or 183 from our. I mean, from I agree. Really? I, do you know how many times I put a prize pick on uh, on Baker Mayfield this year just because it was like so low? So low. You're just like, you know what? No, let's run with it. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I, just I mean, straight 20 on Tennessee's defense bucks. is not good. You might want to look at Joe Burrow. Jamar Chase is coming back. Was Burrow? Is he even up here? Yeah, he's up. Go up. Go back up. 
275. He's right there in a second. Against Tennessee? And he's got Jamar Chase coming back. Man, that's a lot, though. We're sitting here fretting over 170-something, and you're like, man, this guy's got to go out and blow the doors off of it. Yeah. that's like. I was, but Joe Mixon is out. Joe Mixon's out. Joe Mixon's, Joe Mixon's out. out, too? Yeah. All right, let's do it. We're going four picks this week. Yeah. Should we go under with uh, Sam Darnold? Uh, <laughs> I might, because he might be running a lot, too. Like on all of his past plays, he might take it's off. Just, it's, it's just crazy. It's crazy to think that, like, 182. I mean, I think, like, Joe Burrow like, does that in, like, three passes. Yeah, I feel like that's a bad game is 182. Yeah. Anthony Richardson's <laughs> a got a hand injury. That was a bad uh, – Pickle, is he out for the rest of the game? Uh, Well, they're saying that he's trying, but the trainers, the trainers aren't letting him do too much on the sidelines. So well, I haven't heard he's out yet, but I would imagine. You know, their backup quarterback is Jalen uh, – Kitna, who's the son of John, John Kitna. Kitna. Yeah. So that's curious to see how if he can play better than his father did. So and they already scored it's, another touchdown. It's 14 7 Florida. Exactly. So this yeah, uh, Plus John Kitna is his career backup, wasn't he? Uh P Ryan is running back one and one and Chase is back. Yeah. Uh, by the way, look, is just go ahead and tell you what we did on Prize Picks. Remember, use the promo code C3 uh, when you go and sign up for Prize Picks. You get a 100% first time sign up bonus up to $100. And this is what we did. We did Tom Brady more than 1.5 touchdowns, George Kittle more than 45 and a half receiving yards, Sam Darnold more than 182 and a half passing yards. And Joe Burrow, more than 275 and a half passing yards. $10 will net 100. I didn't do the flex. I probably should have flexed this one, folks, but I like to go for the gold right now. I need to make up some ground. This is what, this is how, how fun it gets. It gets like uh, too fun. Prize pick brought to you, or the C3 Panthers podcast brought to you by Prize Picks. Uh, guys, um, what else is there to talk about when it comes to the Carolina Panthers? Uh, at what point are we going to start preparing for the, I guess, maybe who the next head coach is going to be? How much yeah. does Wilkes have to do to get this job still? I know that you guys said, uh, I know that, I think it was Drew that said, look, is that you want to see uh, Wilkes play into this position. Is there enough ground for him to cover to play into this position in your mind? I think he's already done enough, honestly. I mean, these guys weren't believing in themselves. These guys actually feel like they can win. Wait, no they sense. just don't have a quarterback. This makes no sense. <laughs> the Panthers, that made sense all year. They just don't have a quarterback. Their defense is playing. Does anybody else feel yeah. that way, that he's done enough? Mm, I don't think he has. He has to be someone from not from the NFC South. Right. Okay, question, guys. Any of you really believe if Matt Rule was head coach, we would have played Baltimore 13-3 last week? No, I'm, no, but that's that's – to be honest with you, I, 
if it was me, I would, I would, I would, I would hire uh, well, Matt Wilkes today as Matt our head Rule coach for permanent. But when it's not up to me, I, I think David Tepper is waiting for, is waiting for a game that hasn't happened yet, and I'm not sure it's going to. So I mean, I don't think David Tepper really is paying attention to the, how much better the team responded to Wilkes. You know, Tepper could go into the belief that, well, that was because rule was so bad and maybe go getting a, a better head coach, you know, you know, but, um, you know, there was a report. Will you cover this conversation real quick while I just make a glass of water? Yeah. Right. Heat it up. Yeah. But, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I, I really think that he's done enough to get this job. I just yeah. think that right now he doesn't have the quarterback in order to do it. And it's not his fault. Matt Rule brought these quarterbacks in, and all of us, if we go back and watch all the C3 episodes from the time Matt Rule took this job over, what was the one thing we all said? He needs to bring in a young quarterback and stop bringing these in these retreads and put his system in place, and he never did. Right. He, he also had plenty of opportunity. Retread after retread. Yeah. Yeah. And we ran in place. Right. We should. This should be the year that we take over the NFC South. Brady's on the downturn. Atlanta's garbage. New Orleans is garbage. If we had taken a rookie quarterback in one of those first two years of Matt Rule, we would be set to run the NFC South for the next four to five seasons. And right now, we're going to have to start over because of what Matt Rule did. Well, it's unfortunate that uh, Corral got hurt for the whole year. I mean, it's unfortunate because, like, I would have liked to see how he would do, uh, you know, this year. But it's just – well, you know, let's let's let's, re, let's let's reevaluate that though, because if Matt Corral would not have got hurt, chances are PJ Walker wouldn't be on the roster. This is and true. if Matt Corral would have not got hurt, we would see Matt Corral out there. But would Matt Corral be an improvement or or an improvement? That, that we won't we know. Don't, we we won't don't know. know. We don't know. He could have been worse if he, he takes from you know. Yeah, I, he I'm was a rookie. He would have been a rookie. I think we need a more dynamic offensive coordinator. Yeah, but I just PJ Walker to me, like he's honestly he like you said he wouldn't have even been on this team. I mean, no. yeah, he's played okay this year, but I mean, nothing like nobody wanted him. To me, to me, to me, PJ Walker's played like. Um, to be honest, he played like uh, crowd. Uh, he, he he's played like many other brief. Brief highlights in a football season. Kyle Taylor Allen, <laughs> Kyle Allen, you know, won a few games. Taylor Heineke's won a few games. What, two or three seasons in a row? Yeah. yeah. Right now, right. The only quarterback on this roster that has actually been able to move the offense. Yeah, You're I mean, right. We've only seen we've only seen two. Well, but 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 at the same time, at the same time, a lot of that is because the defenses didn't know what to expect from PJ. And they actually ran the ball. Well, they and once once they start evaluating what they're, what he's doing, you know, they catch up with it. Well, they they've got tape on PJ. PJ's played a few games. They've got enough that they can go back and look at him. PJ's still yeah. been the only quarterback on this yeah. team that's been able to move this offense. Yeah, you're right, but I I'm not ready to say PJ would be a bridge quarterback. I'm just not. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying it's going to come down to money when, as far as a bridge quarterback is concerned yeah. because you're not going to go out and overpay for a quarterback that, as we said, is going to be considered a bridge quarterback. 
You're just not. You got too many other things you need to do. You got to re-sign Bradley Bozeman. That is a absolute must. And then I mean, you mm -hmm. got. Do you want to bring back Matt Ioannidis? You got to figure out what you want to do. You got to re-sign Brian Burns. I mean, Derrick Brown's gonna be. They got to pick up the fifth-year option on Derrick Brown. I would say you absolutely do not pick up the fifth-year option on uh, C.J. Henderson. This is why I say I don't be surprised you see Sam Darnold or P.J. come back next year. I can see Sam Darnold taking a lot less money and coming back if he plays well. It yeah. all depends on how he plays. If he plays poorly, then I don't yeah. think he's coming back. P.J., honestly, I think if P.J. comes back for the veteran minimum, you can bring him back for training camp and have him there as a practice arm. He may not last through the preseason. But you still are going to have to figure out a veteran bridge to come in and start because you're, they're going to draft a quarterback. And honestly, I'm looking at this Anthony Richardson, and I'm sorry, he's a star in the making. He's, he's, raw. he's, he's raw, but he's a star in the making. This kid has the, the word the word raw the word raw doesn't necessarily to me say say a lot because. It depends on who you are, and it depends on who's teaching you. Because they said Cam Newton was too raw to start till he started hitting, until he won the national title, and he was he started making the training camp or preseason shoot the combine and and workouts and pro days. Then everybody scratched their heads and hmm, that's when Panther fans eyeball went. Well, maybe we need him. <laughs> and well, see, I would, I would really, I would hope that the Panthers win enough games to get us out of the top five, because it would save us from ourselves. Because mm -hmm. right now, everybody's all psyched up about getting either Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud, and I'm sorry, mm -hmm. I've watched them both, and I don't see it. I just don't. Me neither. But Bryce Young is too damn small. I'm telling you. Right. He gets in the thick of the season, and he gets stomped on by one of these defensive ends or defensive tackles. He's uh, going to be out. Right. And then you're right. going to be in the same spot looking at Sam Darnold or whoever right. the backup quarterback is in their plan because, oh, he's out with a back injury. He's out with a shoulder injury. He's out with a knee injury. He's not big enough. And C.J. Strout, I don't see it. They've got great wide receivers up at Ohio State, and he's the beneficiary of it. But as far as coming in and being a franchise quarterback, don't see it, guys. Just don't. No. Wow. And a lot of these guys. Uh, if if we pat, let me ask you a question. If we draft pick six, would you take? Let's say let's say both of them quarterbacks off the board. Mm -hmm. Would you draft Anthony Richards at pick six, or would you draft another defensive tackle? I would try to trade. Put it like this: pick, I would try to trade down to probably pick eight between eight and eleven. If I cannot do that, and you say I have to make a pick. I'm taking Anthony Richardson. Yeah, me too. Uh, there's no way as much looking as, as, looking at as CJ good Stroud, as he is. I'm going to tell you this. Yeah, and I know yeah. somebody, only one person on here is probably going to agree with me on this. But looking at the quarterbacks that I've seen between Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, and some others, hey, Spencer Rattler got game. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I'd honestly think about taking Spencer Rattler later on in the draft and skipping uh, – C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young all together. Rattler I wouldn't take C.J. and Bryce Young. Period. I wouldn't take C.J. and Bryce Young. Not, not, not in the top twenty. If I missed out on on Anthony Richardson, I would find a way to make sure Spencer Rattler was on my roster by the end of the draft. I mean, I Car Car Carter, Carter is a defensive tackle. Let's be real here. 
as good as Carter is, tell me the concept of drafting another defensive in the top ten and telling him he is going to be a backup and hope like, what do you do, just not pay uh, Derek Brown? Well, you decide, okay, since we got two stud defensive tackles, I guess we'll play 3-4. I mean, because one of, them, one of them is going to be a backup and the other is going to be a starter. And the defensive teams that are in the draft aren't really aren't really difference makers as far as I would no. say in the top ten. There's no, no clowny in the no. draft. Exactly. No. There's no the, clowny. The, the, Will, Will Anderson Will Anderson is a linebacker who plays deal, plays with his hand in the dirt sometimes. Will That's Anderson all he is. He he is less outside linebacker. Yeah, he, he is he is he weighs less than Brian Burns does now. He would have to put on twenty pounds just to be just to get just to get close to what Brian Burns is now. And he's just I mean, I just don't I don't see drafting Will Anderson in the top fifteen. If you wait to the second round to try to get a quarterback just because you know just because you're gonna miss out. Oh, he just threw a pick. I I honestly think Spencer Rattler's gonna come back another year. No other name too. So you think he's going to come back? He, he looks like he's got the size. And, Tony, um, you just saw that pick that Richardson threw? Watch no, the receiver. The receiver gave up on the play. Oh, stop. Look I'm at him. I'm looking at him right now. The receiver, the receiver gave up on the play. I'm talking about Spencer Rutley coming back. I'm talking about back. Anthony Richardson, the interception. Just the I receiver. Know. I brought up one conversation. We started talking about Rattler. Uh, no, that I disagree. The receiver didn't give up on that play. It was just a bad throw. Receiver gave up on it, game. Tony. Hey, Pickle, try moving the mic more towards the chin. Uh, then the other is uh, there's some other names out there. The Wake Forest quarterback is really good. You know, you know, you know, I think the Arkansas, like, look at his stats. Uh, KJ Jefferson, he has got great stats and he runs the ball. He's like a beast running it. Probably going to fifth round. Uh, well, who's the guy, the Penix Jr. or something like that, or someone up in Washington? I believe is is playing real well right now. And uh, oh, I, I gotta is the is the Zappy era over? Is Zappy available? Nobody even remembers no. Zappy anymore. No, no. Uh, he, 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 he just come on line. Come on, line, just, baby. <laughs> He's Matt just Jones Zappy. He likes Zappy's Bryce just Young. a backup. Oh, for, yeah, that's what I know. For, Come on, line, G, baby. He is small. Well, that's the funny thing is, is that he called G, baby, calls uh, Matt Corral uh, like Pee Wee. Yeah. But Bryce Young. Yeah, and yeah. Bryce Young's smaller than that. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you could surgically remove Bryce Young's head and put it on the. Uh, like Sam Darnold, you'd be good right there. Oh, yeah. You get Joe Burrow. Yeah. You get Joe Burrow. That's awesome. Yeah, but you can't. I can, try to think so. of what else is uh, when it comes to – it really going to be interested in this is the plan that – it's so sad, like you were talking about, Drew, is the execution, the behind our, – our opportunity to do this was really last year, more so than the year before – with Bridgewater because it was it was going to take a little bit to get up to the quarterback if you wanted Justin Herbert. He wasn't just – he didn't fall to you. 
But Justin but, Fields fell to us. And right. That's what I'm saying. The next year, the next year you actually had multiple quarterbacks that fell to you. I mean, as, even if I don't like them, like I don't like uh, Mac Jones. But I was all about the Justin Fields. But I also was about Justin Fields because people told me to be about him. You know, I'm not like uh, overly invested in a lot of these college players because I don't follow. It's just, it's just so much for me to follow as college. Hey. It's just broad. Hey, Tony. Yo. Can I tell you uh, KJ Jefferson's stat? Please. 72 touchdowns? Is he there? We That's his stat him. right there. He ain't got none. <laughs> I don't hear it. Can you hear me? Now I can. Oh, what's okay. that? It was a uh, he had twenty touchdowns, three interceptions. He had like almost five hundred yards rushing with six touchdowns. Like he's balling for Arkansas. And they've actually become like a legitimate name in in, a, in college football this year because he's of like it. six three, two hundred forty six pounds. He's like so he runs. He runs with power. Okay, we'll have to start watching him. Um, but when we, the reason we, I was so Justin Fields is not because of I really care about any of these quarterbacks and I believe in them exceptionally on their own. It's just I like the idea of planting your flag and saying this is our direction and what we're going to try to do. And I thought that even when we traded for Darnold at first, at first glimpse, it looked like uh, Darnold uh, meant that we weren't getting a quarterback in the draft. And I thought it actually continued to give us the luxury to get a quarterback in the draft to where you bring in Darnold, you let him suffer behind a bad offensive line last year. If he gets hurt, then you can bring in the rookie or you can just protect the rookie for a year. And you're probably going to need to do that to any one of these quarterbacks if you really believe in them or not. I think all of them. Yeah, like, I mean, would it even be fair to Bryce Young to say, come in here, just think about how good he could be on this team next year. It's got to be, there's got to be a ceiling on it just because of the change that's coming with the team and the coach. I think the best day one starter, the last one, was probably Andrew Luck. Joe Burrow. No? I mean, yeah, Joe Burrow, yeah. yeah he, got he got hurt that quick. Herbert. Oh, no, he wasn't a day one. Um, no, day one starters who have been good. Probably sure. Jared Goff. I, mean, I think mean, it was good. Burr. Yeah, certainly I mean, wasn't. Uh, it certainly wasn't. Trevor yeah, Burr, 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 wasn't Burrow hurt his rookie year? Yeah, yeah he got hurt a couple of games in and tore his ACL. Okay, I, I think maybe maybe it might be Mac Jones. I mean, yeah, I guess you can count. Yeah, that's that. probably true. You can say yeah. you can say Mac Jones. I mean, he, he was, was a day one starter. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yep. uh, well, I stand corrected. <laughs> uh, I mean, but I wouldn't say that that was. Uh, I mean, look, they were also having questions about him just three weeks ago. Yeah, yeah I mean, they did bench him. The reason Mac Jones was a starter day one is because Cam got COVID. I think they were looking for a reason to cut Cam. Yeah, but Cam gave him a reason when he got yeah, COVID. He, he was out. Was he? They gave him they they Jones snaps. I thought Cam played some games. That year. He played in the preseason. No, he played preseason. 
They cut him right there. Was he there the year before then? He got COVID right before the Giants, um, the the, um, training camp with the Giants. And Matt Jones went like 30 for 33 in a scrimmage against the Giants. And then that was it. I think he like went off the field, off the like field for a testing or something. Something to do with off the stadium. Was testing. that his second year with the Patriots? Yeah, now? yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Because I was like, I know he started some games. Yeah, he started. His uh, first if you guys year. got a TV on the background, if you can at least just mute. If you're not talking, that'd be great. Um, the let's see. So day one starter is problematic. So or it's not not the best idea. You're really gonna have. To have some patience if you do that, right? Like as not only as a Absolutely. fan, but you're going to have to have some patience with the new coaching staff in there. So a bridge quarterback or at least a guy for a first few weeks would make some sense. Yeah, I, I mean, Justin Fields is just coming in. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. They said Alex, Alex Smith started almost the entire – I think he started the entire season. Yeah, one Patrick year. Mahomes' rookie year. And they sporadically got him in, and the next year it was the Patrick Mahomes show, and he's been gone ever since. They were a playoff team. Do you know he has not lost a road game in the AFC West since he took over as a starter? Fucking Nanny Reed. 14-0 in the AFC West on the road. I will say Patrick Mahomes is probably the greatest quarterback I've ever seen, just from, like, throwing the ball. Really? But they said he couldn't play in yeah. the NFL. They said he came just from a spread offense, and he couldn't play in the NFL. Bro, the I, types I, of I, throws I've seen him throw, like, I was just like, what the fuck did he just do? Yeah, I mean, I I like Aaron, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, to me, still yeah. like I, that guy. I, 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 think, I think people concentrate too much on what a quarterback does in – a certain system that he plays in college in comparison to what he's going to do in the NFL. Cause exactly. he may be, you know, they're just, there's is overwhelmingly proof that just cause you run a system in college doesn't mean that you can't run a different system in the pros. Well, they built that system around cam. Like, all right, we see what you did well in college. We're going to do it here. Right. And yeah. You know, and, why were they so reluctant to do that with Justin Fields? Bad I think it was the coaches. Coaches know. just didn't want to. <laughs> Bad coach. I, I mean, I do understand this. Is like I understand that you need to have in your mind a sense of protecting an investment. And we had this conversation with Christian McCaffrey for the last three years. But at some sense, at some point, the reason you got that person that you bought that car was to take it out on the highway. And open well, her up every now and then, you know what I'm saying? So like, that was what's the point of having a Lambo and just keeping it in the garage. But I, you know what is? I don't know if that can, that discussion was really real for Cam for a while. But they tried to remember. What year was it? Would it I be? Because I don't remember anything between before the 2016 season where we were like, Let's because remember he. He came out and was like, yo, you got to let me be me. Because I think right. they were trying to protect him from himself. He's like, yo, I just got to do what I do best. I thought they oh, should have. Yeah, they wanted Cam to be more of a pocket passer. I yeah. thought shout they should have adjusted. I thought they should have adjusted to... in the Super Bowl. I thought they should have. Like, the, the they should have. I, I don't know why he didn't run the ball a little bit more. Like, I thought Especially that when Jonathan Stewart went out. That's, like, a good yeah. That's a good point. 
I thought they Sh should shout out close. to Cody Lackey who's in the chat and says Spencer Rattler fucking sucks. You know what? <laughs> he's not balls enough to come on this program right now, so I'm willing to acknowledge him. I know he's hiding behind his mama <laughs> and his in her birthday cake right now. Yeah, that yeah, mysteriously happens before uh, things after Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh -huh, uh -huh. <laughs> Nah, thank Cody for always taking care of this Friday free for all. He does a lot for this show. Love him. Happy Thanksgiving and happy birthday to his mom. And I always feel like I mispronounce her name. I think it's Rhea. Rhea. R H. -E well, happy birthday to Cody's mom for sure. Yes, yeah. happy birthday. Um, the Daniel Danielle. Danielle. Cody's mama, because you know it's got to be rough. Putting up with his mouth like that for her whole life. <laughs> I mean, could you imagine being Cody's mama or daddy? You know, you'd kind of lock him in his room and forget where the key was. <laughs> I am his daddy. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Cody gets one of these uh, things where he gets to say what he wants, and yeah, gets like the life card that gets you to do that. Uh, Danielle asks, uh, "Who do you see us drafting?" because uh, I don't want to reach for a quarterback. So in the event the Panthers find themselves trading back, you could have, uh, and like trading back or even uh, kind of punting on a quarterback situation to maybe a Richardson, to a Rattler, to a Penix Jr., to a KC, whatever the dude, uh, awesome stat guy was, Arkansas man. KJ uh, Jefferson. KJ Jefferson. What? Let's do it two ways, right? As I know, everybody likes to name uh, a player they love because everybody's saying this guy from Alabama. What about this? Is what if we just started? If you could fill one position other than quarterback in the first round, what would that position be and why? If I couldn't draft a quarterback, if I had to draft, either way, either way. I think we're going to draft in the top five. Either way, I think you're going to, in my opinion, and like I said, the, the pro days and the combine, all this and and the at what the the playoffs, the college playoffs, will will do a lot to 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 who's really up and who's really down. You know. Oh shit! Uh, but I I I would actually think a defensive end or maybe a. Um, Hopefully you trade back, but if you can't, oh I, honestly, I would yeah. I would look at linebacker, inside linebacker, or maybe a true laser. defensive end. So. That's a quarterback. That, was that a is a pass. quarterback right there, fellas. Forty-three yard touchdown on a rope. Oh, that's a quarterback. Now just put him in Hit a Carolina uniform. Hit him in stride and uh, went through his progressions too. That was not his yep. first dream. Left, right. Boom. Um, so you said pickle said linebacker defensive end. Ain't it funny that like our offense is trash, but like if we're not picking a quarterback, we're going defense. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that's awesome. Yeah, I is, agree but, with it. I, mean, I agree. I, yeah, I, I I mean listen, I would love to go tight end, but I I and as that's much as people want to break what's that Michael geez, I don't Michael remember Myers. Michael, Michael Myers. Yeah, I, I know I know he's good. I, I just 
I don't watch enough college football to know this. Is the guy worth a top five pick? No, no. not for tight end. Is worth a top five pick. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I mean, I, that's. I mean, yeah, exactly. I, but what I really, I think, is going to happen. I think no matter what the coaches or the GM say, I think a guy that calls himself the owners is going to say no. You're drafting a quarterback. I've been waiting to draft a quarterback in the first round since I became owner. I'm tired of waiting. We going quarterback, regardless of what you like. And, and, I think that's moment, and then when they do, talk so. about a going quarterback, they end up missing out on Justin Fields. Exactly. So they, they and not just field. Justin Fields. He he want uh uh Marty Herney had him talked into trading up and get, get getting Herbert. uh Justin Herbert and Matt Rule talked him clear out of it. So then Justin Fields comes along. Exactly. Exactly. So if you're David Tepper, you're like, no, we're not going this route no more. So all right, guys. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Uh thank God you don't have to worry about him taking your lunch right now because he's mealing on some chicken wings. Oh, there he is. What's up? What's up, you baby? What's up? What's good with my boys? What's up, bro? Let me take a sip, man. I got a lot to fucking say, man. <laughs> did you did you see that Anthony it's about Richardson? To get good. <laughs> he gonna he gonna pray about his buddy, uh, uh, Bryce Young. Now tell everybody what you think, bro. The first thing we need to do is fire Scott Fitter. <laughs> I've said okay. that before. Myself. Okay, man, I'm gonna fight you on that. Scott Fitter's got to go because when I look at Seattle right now, and I see these guys hitting. On every fucking draft pick, it makes me think, damn, was he just behind the scenes not doing shit? Or is he just a yes man? Like, what was he doing over there, man? Because Seattle's still hitting those picks, and Scott Fitterer is fucking up our picks, man. I want to go, go with Brian Burns. What does Brian Burns do for this team? He gets pressure on the quarterback. He calls it a he? distraction. Yeah. He's what like, does Brian Burns pressure. do for this team? He's eight sack. Brian Burns in the top ten in sacks this year. Give me a breakout Brian Burns game this year. Can't. He's, he's not had a breakout game. Funny. He's more just he's just he's there every week making it consistent. Yes, I wouldn't say like uh, Brian. Burns was never drafted to be a Julius Peppers. He was never drafted. Brian to Burns is a, a first round draft pick. So, Brian Burns is a first there's a lot of first round draft picks. That suck. There's a lot he's of first round draft picks right? that are just average. There's a lot of first round draft picks that are average. Uh, more, there's more first round average players than there are first round no, successes. No, no, I mean, well, what we're is, no, you're right, Pickle is this, but that's not. I think the point is this: is that uh, on one hand, what G Baby is trying to get us to say here is that he don't take Brian Burns is not exceptional. No, and where and he's saying, "What does he do?" And our answer is, he's consistent. I say, right? so I, I say that to say this. I say that to say this. I thought we was building for the future. How long? Is I, the thought, future? I, I thought I thought we was I thought we was rebuilding. For how so long? with that being said, why the fuck would we not trade him if we're gonna get? I don't give a fuck if they're future said, first round draft picks. He's twenty four. Hold on, wait a wait, wait a minute, G baby. Who said we were rebuilding? We are rebuilding, Drew. What? Are, who, who are? Bro, who are we, bro? Yeah, I mean, what's I our record, G? 
We don't have, bro, we don't have shit, bro. No, man. Y'all put so much off. You guys praise these players like they're fucking all Americans, dog. I understand they're Carolina Panthers, but god damn, bro. Well, I think we're quibbling over two terms, and that is the whether building or rebuilding. I think I don't know if we're rebuilding, but as much as just building, like Tony, we ain't ain't going to the playoffs. I know, I know, I agree. Now, but here, give some context to your comment because I think people now we're asking you were saying this is it's not just about Brian Burns, but it was why we didn't take the trade for Brian Burns is what you're you're yeah, we're building for the future, boys. Nobody's <laughs> we ain't doing shit, G. We ain't doing shit this year. year. No. Brian Burns is 24. Like uh, Brian yeah, Burns ain't shit, bro. Come hey, on, dog. Brian, Brian Burns ain't no Charles Johnson. I think Dude, he has Charles same Johnson wasn't worth the money we gave him. We gave him Bro, Charles Johnson to stop the run, bro. Brian Burns is light in the ass, G. Listen, check this out, Drew. Check this out, Drew. Steve Wilkes is a 4-3. Defensive coordinator, okay. Yeah. I want Steve. I want Steve Wilkes back, but not as a head coach. Not as a head coach. I'll bring him back. As a, I'll bring him back as the defensive head coordinator. He's going to run a four-three. Brian Burns is a three-four defensive lineman. Why the fuck is he here? Why not take? Why not get the ammunition, dog? All right, All right. we're gonna no. We've uh, so I look. Both have good. Both there's two sides to this story. One is why we didn't take uh, potentially the windfall of future gains for a player that uh, you're gonna have to pay. They're just and, too far late, I think, in the future. Most yeah, picks. I mean, yeah, I think we know why that, that I mean, we know the factors, but that's the the two kind of questions are this is like is like you move on from Burns because you can get assets for rebuilding or building into the future. And the other hand, we've talked ad nauseum on this show about how you have to have some parts to build like i mean like is that you don't want to make it so you have nothing to field a team we didn't even get a first round draft pick for christian mccaffrey i mean god damn at least they're two future first at least the second we round was this year of a first round the second round pick was this year drew Hold on. We got a second round pick for Christian McCaffrey this year. Hold on, wait. I'm gonna agree with you on something. But Christian McCaffrey wasn't worth a first round pick. I'm gonna agree with G Baby on something. Now, G Baby said two first round picks, and I'm gonna tell you, G Baby, if Philadelphia had a called up Scott Fitter and said, "Look, we'll give you our two first round picks this year for Brian Burns," then I 100 percent agree with you, G Baby. You take that, you take those picks, and you run with them. You drive Brian Burns up to Philadelphia at that point. The two picks you're talking about are too far in the future. They're 2023 and 2024. 2024 and 2025, my brother. Okay. All right. Even if that's the case, we're still, bro, we're looking at the, man, if come on, bro. If Philadelphia calls with those two first round picks this year, then you are exactly 110% right. You take right. it and you tip Brian Burns off. A month okay. ago, a month Next. ago, I was saying trade everyone, right? Right. Right. About a month ago, right? How come last week I got to hear you guys say, ask, is, is J.C. Horn injury prone? We've been knowing that. That's why I wanted to get rid of J.C. fucking Horn, dog. We wanted to keep Dante Jackson, who's out right now. Hey, 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 rest up, Dante. Prone? Hey, rest up, Dante. Hey, you know what? Is Dante Jackson injury prone as of right now? Yes. He might be. Yes. He, he was injury prone last year. He was injury prone before they signed him. They shouldn't have never resigned him. Not Dante Jackson. 
Okay, but I don't even think we're worried about Horn's injuries right now, are we? I mean, we might be always in the back. Not really. Through it, but I think he's fine this year. And it's right just now. like in the later season, they're always going to be like probable, but they end up certain. Yeah, I don't, I don't uh, agree with the J.C. Horn one. So we got Burns. We'll move on to that one. Um, what does J.C. Horn do? Miss tackles all the fucking time. At least Dante fucking comes and makes fucking tackles, dog. I'm sick of this J.C. Horn shit. What the fuck does he do? Give me a J.C. Horn game, bro. What the fuck does he do? Hold up, G-Baby. J.C. Horn missed one tackle. One. Come on, bro. I always see J.C. Horn getting out around by fucking running backs to the outside, dog. Oh, our whole back, I see it all the time. The line. That's the line. that's where he lines up. Y'all make yeah, man. Y'all make this motherfucker to be out to be some fucking Hall of Famer, bro. And he ain't well, even how, how, Marshall, how come? Bro. How come you? How JC come you make every single Marshall, Panther dude. player suck? How come? How come, G baby, to you every Panther player sucks? Hey, everyone and the on only player worth drafting is the player you. Jeremy Chin the is the only best player, player we you have on this entire the, team, bro. And his absence let me know that, bro. When JC when Jeremy Chen came back, shit, you know, got back together. But when he was gone, we couldn't stop the run. We were ass, bro. Jeremy Chen's well, the only well, guess what? Like guess what? Jeremy Chen, Jeremy Chen couldn't cover a tight end to save his left nut. Maybe he's oh, overrated too. Look, look, this is all right. Hold on, I'm taking over. First, this is what happens when things go bad in like us in like I won't say a society. I don't mean like this is a societal problem, but like a oh, in the society of the Panthers losing season. Like oh losing, my god, the this Florida. is called holy when you're when you're uh, <laughs> like don't devour your own. So right now, pickles turning on Jeremy Chin just because he's trying to make this point. G baby saying this stuff, but the original point was this: Scott Fitterer. So, all right. So you've ra- we've talked about Brian Burns. You've talked about well. First, I don't think D- uh, J.C. Horn should be. If anything, you know what is the real thing on the J.C. Horn stuff is that he just wasn't Justin Fields this that year. Like it wasn't. It's not J.C. Horn's fault. It's like <laughs> oh my goodness. Are you exactly. This light? Look, everybody is having the same reaction to this Florida uh, State. That quarterback, quarterback run, dude, is nuts. Are they going to call him down, or are they going to call that a touchdown? That's a touchdown. Slid before the end zone. But, G-Baby, I'll tell you this. I agree with you. I said it two months ago. I said the year, if Rule is fired, Scott Fitter ought to be fired, too. Scott Fitter has got to go, bro. Why are you guys? That's my opinion, too. Scott Fitter, don't do shit, Drew. Because he signed the paper. To me, to me. Let me hear G Baby's comment on this. G Baby, so what is Scott Fitter fucked up on? Please tell me. I want to know. Everything on every pick. He said he gave. What does Ian Thomas do on this fucking squad? And he gives him a bag? You talking about you blaming a man who did not have final say on players. The only thing he was there to do was pick the players. Matt Rule made those picks. Come on, man. So what what did Scott do? What did Scott do? He was there to, Matt Rule said, this is what I want. It was up to Scott Fitter to make it happen. He was pretty much a bellboy. Man, Scott Fitter don't do a goddamn thing for this fucking team, bruh. All right, well, he about, has not had the opportunity. Two categories. What is what are the positive things that have happened under the purview of Scott Fitter? What are offensive the positives? Line. All right, okay. So offensive lines improved. 
Yeah. Um, I think defense has. I don't know about that either. I well, think the defense been, has gotten better, Tony. I mean, it's not great, years? but it has gotten better. Him? Because of like, okay, well, so you, and not because of him directly, but do you no. think uh, the draft contributed to that? Do you think when did he come in? Uh, in my opinion, Derek Brown has gotten better, and that's why the defense looks yeah. tolerable. So what? What? Like that's the truth to me. And shout out, hey, shout out to PNP because they were the ones that kept telling us that we needed to wait to the third year for Derek Brown because Derek Brown. A lot of us wanted Derek Brown like Derek Brown. All was that bad. shit. And then the light that, came on year three, and he started dominating. I, I said after year two, off. he wasn't looking like a first-round pick worthy, but he's definitely turned Bro, I still want Derrick Brown gone. You're tripping. Okay. What? Um, all right. He's so had a few good games, bro. Come on, dog. Oh, Derrick Brown what, three, or four, doing three or four sleep. games this year? What the fuck else has Derrick Brown done? Dude, have you been watching Derrick Brown at all? I watch every game, bro. Yeah, he's been killing it as of lately, but what else has he done, bro? Well, he y'all was fucking trying good. to get this motherfucker out of Carolina last year, dog. Like, come yeah, on, stop with that bullshit, man. Say, G, baby, I and said we were wrong. wrong. We were wrong on that. All right, we're I trying to find G. Baby came in here firing shots at Scott Fitterer. That was the opening salvo for G. Baby. So we're trying to find out if he's right. Should Scott Fitterer go, or should he be retained? And we're trying right now. New GM, play. new head coach, new QB. That's how you fucking yeah, do it, bro. I agree with that. Let's do but it right for once. What are oh. the fingerprints? What are any positive fingerprints that he's done? We said the offensive line. So you go Bozeman, the addition of Bozeman, Corbett, yeah. and um, Cam Irving, Pat F line. Okay. All right. So wait, we're going to get to the negative fingerprints. We're just trying to find any positive fingerprints from Scott Fitterer. So offensive line, who are the defensive? What has he done on the defense? Not so that Derek Brown, his fingerprints aren't on Derek Brown. Um Hyanitis. Okay. All right. Dude's a fucking bum. All right. No, it's just like uh, but you need you have to have players Everybody, that are just pretty G-Baby, good. Come on, what man. What about right. the best player on the team? What about Johnny Hecker? Who's not? Hold on, I want to know who G. Who's not a? I like Johnny Hecker, man. (laughs) He's the best player on our team right now. Yeah, I like. You said Jeremy Chin and Johnny Hecker, so that's everybody else is a bum other than DJ. DJ, I I, I like DJ. Hey, DJ's having a bad season, so in in your words, he should be a bum. DJ Moore is not having a bad season. What about DJ Moore is not having a bad season? DJ Moore is not going to crack a thousand yards this season. Where's DJ at right now? What he's got like four hundred yards. How many yards is he at? Like four or five hundred. He's yeah, not cracking a thousand. I think hey, that's my motherfucking dog. He just needs a QB. He's not cracked a thousand yards. What about uh, the Vistas? No, no, I don't like that dude. I think he's not being used enough. I agree. I think that he should. No, be I agree with that. Time. He's not being used enough. He should be. The I agree. They should use him before they use uh, Shy Smith. Yep. Shy Smith should be cut. Tim Estes says Terrace Marshall Jr. Um, I am going to try to say this. Is, so that's like I'm trying to find. There's got to be one or two, maybe more, I can't think of, that are going to come to me in a second. Because I like Deontay Foreman. He's a Texas well, alumni, and, I, and well, that's my, my squad. So Deontay Foreman is nice. But hold on, man. I need to address something with CK. Let me look at the motherfucking camera, CK. He's not here. 
No, no, you won't hear this shit because you said some ignorant, dumbass shit, bro. CK, bro. You said Christian McCaffrey would not even be a third-round pick without his receiving aspect of his game. So you're trying to tell me Christian McCaffrey without the receiving yards wouldn't even be a third-round pick, and then you wanted to go off and say he's a, a Deontay Foreman. I, I agree to that. What the fuck were you – bro, CK, ice the fuck up, bro. I, know. I didn't like they, that shit. All of them went wild with that Deontay Foreman thing. And um, I mean, okay, and Fitterer so, got a whole draft. Fitterer got a whole draft for C-Mac. I mean, that was a pretty good trade, I thought. Got a okay. whole draft. Yep, a two, a three, a four, and a fifth next year. All right. Now, I think there's uh, – what, what did you say, Kev, was the positive one other you were trying to slip in there? Positive fingerprints from Fitter. Um – Oh, oh Woods, the Saints. I think he's been playing pretty wood, pretty good. Okay. Woods. So he's uh, so all right. He's all right. Is, 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 uh, has his free right. agent acquisitions been good or bad? And I would say maybe just mid. He's had some bad yeah. ones. You can point to Eflin and uh, Irving, and then you can point to probably one other guy that we signed that we didn't like. Uh, Luvu. What about Luvu? Yeah, I want to see Scott Fitter with an offseason without Matt Rule telling him this is what I want. But what about the negative fingerprints? Because I think G-Baby has, and I think one is just holistically in the rebuild that G-Baby's talking about. The Sam Darnold, didn't he go get Sam? I think Matt Rule wanted Sam Darnold. Oh, my God, G-Baby, Rule was the one that taught David Tepper to not grab Justin Fields. David Tepper wanted to draft Justin Fields. Matt Rule uh, told him, no, we'll go get Sam Darnold and we'll draft J.C. Horn and we'll get two for the price of one. And no, the only reason why – the only reason why – why they went to Sam Darnold because Sam Darnold was last on the list. You see, they they turned around and agreed to a trade with the, for the Lions with Matthew Stafford. But before they could go back to the office – and actually, it was during the combine. Before they could go back to the office and get it a finalized word leak to Stafford, and he pulled the plug and said, uh-uh, he ain't going there. So he called his buddy at the Rams, who he had, who he had met that offseason, and uh, the Rams head coach called the Lions up, offered him a better trade, and he went there instead. By this time, by this time, uh, Teddy Bridgewater already heard about it. And he said, fuck you guys, get me out of here. That, then uh, they were left with one option to trade for a quarterback that happened to be Sam Darnold. So the Jets had all the pockets, so they said, you want him? We're going to raise the price, and they paid it. They could have just stuck with Teddy, but I guess they had They could have. He was still under here. contract, but he could – I mean, they could have. He would have been pissed off, but they could have – they should have stuck with Teddy, then turned around and drafted Justin Fields, and Which is what the rest would have been here. in the first place. Who, who made but the decision to get the – who made the decision for the – Fifth-year option, though he didn't even play. And no, you're option. right, but he couldn't. You're, you're, you couldn't. The regular rule sets when you're drafted in April, but June the first, you got to turn that card in. You got to say fifth-year option then, or you don't get one. My personal opinion well, is Scott Fitterer said said no fifth-year option, period, and accepted and what happened happened. That's the mistake. But, that, that's but the you're right. Listen, I I said it at the beginning of this year. Look on a Friday free-for-all. I said at the beginning of this year, 
that if Matt Rule's fired, David Tepper's or David, if Matt Rule's fired, Scott Fitterer should join him. I said that wrong. I said that beginning of this offseason. That's a fact. Go back and look it up. You guys can't use Sam Darnold as a positive for Fitterer, at least. You know, Mike, you can excuse him in all these different ways, but he's still, if he had the guts to say this is dumb, like he hasn't necessarily stood up to rule. Or anything. No, but exactly. Me, what was he going to say? Rule had final say. No matter what Scott Fitter said, whether he, like, whether he liked it or not, Rule had final say. Respectfully, but they, I've worked with people in a structure, and I think that there's a way to send an email to someone that isn't aggressive but says, I just simply don't think this is the right decision. Like, you can and say, right. says, you know yeah. what? It's but, my decision. That's who right I want. One thing about the Matt Stafford, this might have been the most fortuitous thing for every par- uh, party involved for it to work out mm-hmm. the way it did. They go and win a Super Bowl. They pay him a ton of money. If he would have come, mm-hmm. and now he's hurt. Like, uh, if he would have come here, he would have been destroyed. Just been us. But- Yep. And then a quarterback and, a trade pick and he would he'd probably be right here saying we're gonna draft yep. a quarterback now. And, he would, and he would have been you know what our price line. y'all yeah. remember what Scott Fitterer's price to give up for Matthew Stafford was gonna be? Our first round pick, the eighth pick in the Two first round picks for a beat up quarterback. I think it was just <laughs> I think it was the eighth. Now, he would have been destroyed. <laughs> Y'all would be so mad. <laughs> I know. I would. You would be so mad, but that's your boy, though, right? Who? Scott Bitter. Oh. Yeah, fuck that dude, man. Okay, no, you, so you're right with that, that G baby. I think you. I think you got to just restart the whole thing. You got to start it like they did it backwards, like you, like you said. They got. It's like yeah, but Scott. It's like, damn, but, bro, the motherfucker keeps on cheating on you, bro. Don't you want someone new that's going to treat you nicely? But like, but, but let's let's be real here. It's not it's not really Scott Fitterer. David Tepper got up and told everybody it was on him. He was the one that gave Matt Rule all that power. Because at his pressure when they fired Rule, he was asked, do you think... The balance of power should be divided, or, 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 and he said, "I think the GM should have as much control over the roster as the quarter as the head the coach." The GM should hire the coach because that's what he said. And when they asked him about hiring the next head coach, he said, "I'll do that, but I'll listen to what Scott has to say." Forever on the podcast on Tuesday. Night. I mean, this, this is it, you're right. This is old news. It is. It was vile because. <laughs> had Herney help him hire this guy. Like it was so G-Baby brings that reset point is like a really great theoretical position to have. The other thing I think is to just continue a little bit on what um, Fitter or some of the weaknesses that he's had as I think I would say <laughs> is uh, backbone like he didn't have enough backbone in that room would be my criticism is that even if you guys are right about the final say um, he's still culpable for for a lot of this. The other thing is, is that when Fitterer came in and all the Fitterer, he's a genius crowd started to emerge. It was in that first draft after you remember the Matt Rule draft with Herney. They drafted all the defensive players. 
And then, and we only, but and then the next draft, Fitter just joined right before the draft. So he was kind of being thrown in there. And they moved around a lot. And we got a lot of picks. You know, so we acquired these assets. And it goes, oh, he knows how to get good players in this. So you're thinking that's a positive. And then throughout the entire, throughout that season, we traded away all of those picks for terrible moves. Dan, you know what I'm saying? So not only did you lose those picks, but what you traded them for didn't work. Um, And that being, we got rid of Dan Arnold in a pick for C.J. Henderson. We got rid of uh, picks for, well, Stephon Diggs. There's some other things. And he kind of lost those. You mean Stephon Gilmore? Yes, thank you. Thank you. But didn't we get a higher pick because of our pick back or something like that? I think that was depending on if uh, other people walked to, but maybe. But what I'm saying is what we thought was a real asset of Scott Fitterer was an acquiring assets. And at the same time, we don't have a ton of assets right now until that Christian McCaffrey deal. So I don't know if he's like uh, how to grade him on that part of his strength. Um, but that's it. That's my point. And um, so, all right. Is there enough evidence or not to keep Christian McCaffrey? I mean, Christian McCaffrey, uh, <laughs> Scott Fitter. G baby, a resounding no. Hell fucking no. I think you keep him for one year. No way we keep Scott, bro. Okay. Man. Drew, Man. you keep him, right? I just add another thing. Can we stop with the I I'm a car fan. I'm a Derek Carr fan, man. But we gotta stop with the car shit, the Jimmy G shit, the Gardner Minshew shit. Now, I agree oh. with G Baby on that. Like I'm fuck, man. I, we've yeah. been doing that. That's that's insanity. It's the same shit, boys. Like, damn. Yep. I agree with you 110 on that. Like that shit, we gotta, we gotta, we that shit is gotta be gone, bro. I don't even want to think about getting someone. No, bro. You're gonna start young week one. Then you're gonna have to start Bryce Young week one. Like I don't, I don't. Hey, I, I thought we had this all American fucking offensive line. I thought we had this top five offensive fucking line, man. Because they ain't a quarterback in this draft ready to start Bro, day one. I'm gonna give you my no top quarterback five in this Listen, draft. Bro, I'm gonna give you ready my top to start five. day one. I watch college football more than I watch the NFL, bro. This is, these are my top five QBs. I got Bryce Young. I got CJ Stroud. I got Spencer Rattler. I got um, I got uh, uh, KJ Jefferson as my fourth, and then I have uh, uh, AR15 Anthony Richardson as my fifth QB. I like AR, but he ain't ready, bro. He misses the easiest passes, man. The 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 the, the, the handoffs, the ones that we've been bitching about for a whole decade, even with Cam Newton, bro. He can't hit those, bro. Rattler's Anthony right. Richardson, I don't even see Anthony Richardson as a day one uh, QB. I, I don't. don't. Coming out, I don't think Rattler's going to come out. I think he's going to go another year in college. But I do like Anthony Richardson. He can ball, but but he nah, bro. Not not no not no top ten QB. He got the traits. He just needs to be more consistent. He, he's in, he's too inconsistent. But I I, I would have thrown Hendon Hooker in there. I would have thrown him in there until he <laughs> tore his ACL. Yeah, he's twenty five with a torn ACL now. 
That is that what you guys really so, want? I did say that. That offense they run is ridiculous too. Like the fast pace, no huddle shit. Like, it's the, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, and I'm a Henry Hooker fan, Pickle. I fuck with him heavy, G. Are but, the quarterbacks are are those quarterbacks ready to come in day one and know a pro system, be able to play like a pro? You good times and bad, and carry and carry thirty some year old players. Yeah, I believe there's three QBs, and it's the first three. I, I believe Bryce Young, I believe CJ Stroud, and I believe Spencer Rattler. Bro, Spencer yeah. Rattler, that motherfucker can ball, man. G baby, who, who, you know who would you change. hire as a head coach? Who would you want as a head coach? All right, I'm gonna give you my top five candidates, and a lot of motherfuckers probably ain't gonna like this, but this is who I would like. And that this Ken Dorsey shit's gotta go, man. He fucked up my nigga Cam G. Why would you even want that bum back here in Carolina? Y'all are tripping. So hey, my top this. five, my top five head coaches, I would not mind. Seeing Jim Harbaugh here from fucking Michigan, but I don't think Matt. I don't think David Tepper is gonna go the college route again. I don't think he's gonna do that. I but hope not. I don't think. I don't think he's gonna do it, man. I don't I think. I would never hire another college coach. I, I will say this: that if that, I was the owner, I would never do that ever. As the resident South Carolina fan, I will say this: they were complaining about the play calling after the Florida game where they got blown out. They had another person call the plays, and that's why things look a lot better. Yes, Tennessee. Who are you talking about? The South play calling for South Carolina. Yeah, they changed play callers after oh, the Florida game when they played Tennessee. Okay. All right. Another, another, another head coach. I like. I like. I, I like. Uh, I like the dude from Baltimore, man. What's what, Bill? Is it Bill Roman? Greg Roman. Greg Roman, man. I, I like that motherfucker. I I but I, I but I believe he's a package deal with Lamar Jackson. But but I believe if he could get the right QB, Greg Roman uh, is it Greg Roman Tony? Yes, yes, yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing Greg Roman here in fucking Carolina, man. All right, who's number three? I see he's just catering to me because I like. Uh, no, I like Greg. I like Greg Roman, man. What about Detroit? Play caller. Do yeah, Staley. Who, who's the play caller for Detroit? Deuce Staley. I think he's the assistant. Co- I don't know if he plays calls plays though. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Does he? He's the offensive coordinator. That's how his list on hard knocks. They have him as the running back for what, uh, Philadelphia. Hmm. I'll take him in Harpy. Deuce Staley is up there. He's an interesting because he's going to need to. He's black. So, you know, he's going to need to get some interviews. He played for South put, Carolina. Did he? Okay. Yeah. You put together a great offense right now on the Lions, where, yeah, you know, like, uh, which is like the most Herculean task for anyone. The that offense. should merit uh, some excitement just as much as a Biennemi's name would. All right. So, uh, all right. So you left off with who? Who was the third one, G Baby? Hey I, hey, I like EB, man. I'm an yeah. EB fan, bro. The enemy's never getting his head coaching job. I don't think he is either, but I'm a fan. Tell Cody to get out the chat room again in this conversation. I know. We, we, we could hire we could hire Eric Bianami as offensive coordinator. I like the dude from uh, San Francisco, man. Uh, the Ryans, man. 
He's Tampa Bay, right? No, no he's uh, in San Francisco. He's Oh, okay. We used to play linebacker for uh, the Texans and San Francisco. Do you, do you want yeah, a defensive-minded right. head coach, though? Like, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't mind Brian he Leftwich. Might be the next, That's what I would mind. Head coach the no Texans. Dallas coordinators. Yeah, he, no, hell no. No, Kellen Moore, fuck Kellen no. Moore. And, this is what I, and this is why I'm scared if Scott Spitter stays. He's going to want to bring fucking Dan Quinn to Carolina, bro. He will. As soon as he brings Dan Quinn here, you know who's going to be the quarterback. He'll go sign Cooper Rush, 28-year-old Cooper Rush, to a five-year contract. That's not his quarterback. Yeah, you're just I'll... making stuff up right now. You're right. Only, I, uh, I don't first, deny that. Uh, is that, one, I do think this. If Dan Quinn comes here, I'm going to be mad as fire, bro. You stick with oh, Steve Wilson. I won't like it either. Trust me. <laughs> huh? You stick with Steve Wilkes if you're gonna bring in Dan Quinn. Right, 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 right. Definitely. I like. I feel that. Uh, but I like all the the names that you put out for, so far. Oh, and I forgot uh, Bill O'Brien, man, because of Bryce Young, man. If Bill O'Brien coming, that means Bryce Young's coming. That's all I got him. Yeah, Cody. has been preaching that for a month, brother. He's been doing that for a month. Young is the Stephen Curry of fucking football, and y'all are out of your motherfucking mind. If we got a top two pick, we are taking the Steph Curry of fucking football, bro. Yes, we are, bro. Who we gonna beat? Mark my words, we ain't getting the number. I don't think he's gonna be there. No, I I don't think if I think Houston's. No, I think the Texans are gonna take Bryce Young. Hey, hey, hey! If we don't get Bryce Young, then I am. Honestly, okay with the bro. I got I got Atlanta Falcon fans at my job that are fucking clamoring for fucking CJ Strap because they think he's gonna be a fucking Hall of Famer, bro. They don't even want fucking Desmond Ritter, bro. Let him have. And these are hardcore Falcon fans, bro. CJ Stroud, y'all are tripping. The the Falcons fans been screaming for years and it ain't never got him nothing. I have a Falcon fan where I work at, and uh, the other day they told me to page him the other side of the building, right? He had the trailer to unload, and I see you not. I looked at the trailer, and I did. I paged him. I said, uh, I called his name. Come to the back. You have a trailer to unload. The trailer number is 283. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact. Twenty-three. He rode around understand. the corner on that fork. What went? <laughs> you guys, Bryce Young's. A, I can't miss. I can't believe you guys. Bryce Young is a miss. Do you have any concerns? No. Uh, listen, listen, dude. Bryce no, Young no, to me, no the, the only thing he plays in the SEC. He don't get hurt. He had one Bryce injury. Is, Bryce he's Young is too weeks, skinny guys. and too short. Well, he's still. He's about to be twenty-two years of age. Hey. G-Bay. Who says he can't put on 10 pounds before he enters the league, dog? G-Bay. You don't think he can put on some weight? Draft, down, draft analyst says he can't. Says his body frame won't handle it correctly. Quarterbacks in the top five the last 10 years. Tell me how many. Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance. Joe Who said Murray. those guys were going to be can't misses? Cody Lack? See, Cody Lack's the one that got y'all fucking chirping in the fucking air, bro. Let me finish. I'm going down the last 10 years of quarterbacks picking in the top five. Tua Tungabailoa, Kyler Murray, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, Mitchell Trubisky, Jared Goff, Carson uh, Wentz, Jameis Winston, 
Marcus Mariota and Blake Bortles. You know who you don't hear on this list? Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, Josh Allen. Just because you pick in the top two and grab a quarterback don't mean jack. Okay, yeah, that's if you're not talking about a generational type fucking talent. I'm talking generational type talent, man. Nobody thought Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson or Patrick Mahomes were going to be generational talents. Shout out to Sea Dog in the chat who said Matt Corral is better than Bryce Young. Man, shout out to my, shout out to my nigga Sea Dog. Can I push back on that just a hair? Sure. Well, first, if you expanded it to the top six, you would get Herbert in there, and you go back, uh, and then you could also have Cam and Luck if you go back farther. Okay, but, but, but we're going back the right last here. ten years, and we're right. going top five because. But Drew, a, a lot of those teams, teams, a lot of those teams reach those. Baby is saying, wait a minute, if we're going by what G Baby is saying, we're going to be picking in the top five. Okay. We're gonna be top five, top three, motherfucker. What do okay. you mean, top three? Every every name I listed off would be one of those quarterbacks in here's the top the, three. Here's the pushback, though. Oh, the pushback on this issue is: what if you just would have picked Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, uh, Patrick Mahomes in the top five? Would that list still hold the same? And like, would they ultimately? Are you? Believing that all of them would trend towards bust more because they were picked, you know what I'm saying? Is it maybe we, they just made the wrong top five pick at quarterback? You know what I'm saying? Like I told you, not well, to all of those pick, other guys had deficiencies that everybody else slid them down the board because they weren't either generational talent or the game wouldn't translate to the NFL or they weren't quite ready. The same things people are saying about AR-15, Spencer Rattler, and all those got they all got these deficiencies. They're not ready for the NFL. But Bryce Young and CJ Stroud, they're can't-miss prospects. Baker Mayfield wasn't a was a can't-miss prospect. Sam Darnold was a oh, can't-miss no, prospect. No. Okay, okay, but hold on, hold on, hold on. When you talk about CJ Stroud and Bryce Young, you're not talking about them uh being uh you're talking about Bryce Young and his fucking height. And his weight wouldn't have. I don't hear you guys talking about his fucking play, his his ability to read the motherfucking uh, defense before he fucking throws the ball. You guys have yet to say anything bad about fucking Bryce Young's plan. All he does is fucking win. So give me something bad about Bryce Young that doesn't have to do with his fucking height and his weight. All Oklahoma was win. Who? I ain't got nothing to say bad about anything else. Yeah, and in the Big 12, Drew, when Texas was at. He won the Heisman Trophy, didn't he? Behind Lee and Riley in the Big 12. They don't play defense in the Big 12, G. But no, no, but nobody came. Look, Baker Mayfield, when he entered the draft, that top five. That was a shockwave. He shouldn't even win one. Right, right. That is exactly Same right. with Trubisky. You want to bring Trubisky up? That was a motherfucking reach, my, my G. Nobody right. like that. Same with Daniel Jones, yes, bro. Yes. Well, Daniel Jones. That's is what I think it is. Like, so I don't want to hear you can't. I see what you're doing, Drew. Come on, G. I keep that. I'm just no, I want to see this list, Drew. I want to see the list of the quarterbacks taken in each round. For the last 10 years, which I know they do that, a list of, but which ones 
at that moment walking in were actually forecasted as can't misses. Because I'm trying to remember the ones that I uh, people told me uh, Trevor Lawrence was a can't miss. Yep. Cody uh, wanted to trade our whole draft for that bum. Joe Burrow was a can't miss, which that actually turned out to be true. Um, who Andrew else? Luck. Andrew Luck's been a can't miss, but that's like going farther back. Yeah, last Michael. I don't even think anybody in that Baker Mayfield draft was believed a can't miss. Okay. I remember they said uh, Sam hey, Tony, I got it up here. Which, which, which year you want? Okay, let's start with uh, – let's go most recent and we'll go backwards. All, All right. right, so 2022, Kenny Pickett. Desmond Ritter. He was Malik Willis. All right. All right. Okay. Right there. We can stop right there. Nobody is a top, is a can't miss. All right. So the next draft. Okay. A next draft. Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, Mac Jones, Kyle Trask. All right. So we'll stop with the top five picks, though. Or actually, no. Actually, none of those are, are can't I think miss. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, yeah tr- you get one. Trevor Lawrence. Other than that, everybody has some sort of worry. Yeah. Next. All right. The 2020 draft. Joe Burrow, Tua Tungavailoa, Justin Herbert, Jordan Love, Jalen Hurts, Jacob Eason. The, these last guys, uh, nobody yeah, don't know who the heck they are. No, we can stop there. Um, <laughs> Joe Burrow. On that list is a Joe Burrow. And if you want to be loose what if we just said we got if we knew uh like herbert you could say he's a can't miss in retrospect no like, you can't be retrospect though because it has to be can't so? miss right then and there and like Tua went before him yeah yeah Tua Tua had a hip injury coming out and, and, questions on him and different thing i'm just trying to figure out if we would have evaluated herbert more could we have classified him even closer to a can't miss He's less project than anybody said he was going to be. So I'll be uh, generous and say maybe there's well, – At least Hardy wanted to the, jump up into the top four to get him. That, right, well, let's let's also remember – Draft a field. Whoa, who's got that going on? I don't know. So you want to hit 2019? Uh, yeah. Okay, 2019, we got Kyla Murray, Daniel Jones – Dwayne Haskins, RIP, Drew Locke, Will Greer, Ryan Finley. Yeah. There's not a single. I don't think can't miss. Well, I think I think Murray or Kyler Murray was pretty hyped. Oh, Gardner yeah, Minshew was, was right. a top so part of that draft. I'll give you I'll give you one in that one, but right now he's worked. Yeah, right? but I think people are like he's automatically number one. That they yeah, at that time. Okay. So I'll give you a can't miss that year. And you know what? I would say it's worth the top five pick. Next. All right. 2018. Baker Mayfield. Nope. Sam Darnold. Nope. Josh Allen. Nope. People Josh were hyped on Sam Darnold. They huh? were. They were hyped yeah. on Sam Darnold. People so, thought this draft class, remember they kind of, I don't went quarterback berserko in this draft class like everybody yeah if i can remember hyped about baker mayfield than they were sam Darnold, because sam sam never looked good in college but they had help hype over his talent well baker 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 looked good in the last couple of years in college and everybody was hyped about him so, I don't if think I remember sure prospect, though. So we got the Josh Rosen. After Josh right. Rosen yeah. was Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Then you had Mason Rudolph, Rudolph 
Kyle Loletta, Mike White, who will be starting this week for the Jets. Yeah. I and think a couple of guys, that, we have no going idea. Back, going back is that people were just racist against Lamar. He should have been a camp miss. Oh, here's another one. 2017, Mitchell Trubisky. Then right. you go down, you got Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, Deshaun so, Kaiser, Davis Webb, CJ yeah. There's two can't miss there that people just misevaluated, though. Yeah. So if you yeah, pick Patrick of- Mahomes and Deshaun Watson one and two in that draft, you just got the evaluations right. So yeah. I mean, don't do that, Drew. Yeah. Uh, speaking of speaking of Lamar Jackson, they wanted to move him to wide receiver. Well, what we're saying and is he refused, is, and that's why I dropped him. How many people saw any of these were can't miss at all? I thought like, Watson was a can't miss. I really I thought too, right? Like I thought that should have. I was been. surprised so was, how far he fell. Racist. Dude. All right, next. Yeah. 2016. There was only one quarterback to even mention, and he was drafted in the fourth round, and that was Dak Prescott. Oh wow! Keep going. <laughs> Uh, let's see, 2015, Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota. Yeah, everybody said they should go. That was a consensus kind of can't miss. And the but they weren't can't guys, miss. I don't prospects. think any of them are left in the league. Uh, let's see, 2014, Blake Bortles, Johnny Manziel, Teddy Bridgewater, <laughs> oh, Derek God. Carr, Jimmy Garoppolo, Logan Thomas. Man, just don't draft that year. Jimmy, uh, geez. That's one out of them. Yeah. Johnny Menzel. Brown right, fans overhyped with Johnny Menzel. I think this goes to my – all right, here, this might actually be – Johnny Cokehead. Um, Kev, you said that Winston and Mariota weren't camp misses. I don't think they were camp misses. I think they project them top, like, picks, but I don't think they were like, like if you're oh, my team, God, we have to get this guy. Like, like uh, Oh, so you could have passed – like, if you're a team like we are, could you pass on a Winston or a Mario? No, you take, you take Winston. You would take Winston. But... Okay. But I don't think it's they were like – figure out if we generational. should be scared to pick in the top five of a quarterback because we haven't heard about it, or we should just try to find the generational quarterback and pick him in the top five. Uh, last – is this the last year going back? No, we uh, – let's see. 2013 was <laughs> – E.J. Manuel, Geno oh, Smith, Jesus, Mike Glennon, Matt Barkley, Ryan Nassib, Tyler Wilson, Landry Jones. God. Is this year better than that year? Let's put it that way. Is this draft class for the Carolina Panthers Damn. better than that one? D.J. Stroud and Bryce Young, you should be able to say yes automatically. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What's the year before? And then yeah. the, that's the luck year is next, right? Yeah, luck year. Luck, Robert Griffin, Ryan Tannehill, Brandon Whedon, Brock Osweiler, Russell Wilson, Nick Foles, Kirk Cousin, Ryan Lindley, BJ Coleman, and who were the first two? Andrew Luck and Robert Griffin. Bro, if them boys are healthy, they're Hall of Famers, man. Yeah, yeah, RG3 was so fucking nasty. RG3 was so fucking nasty. Yeah, Andrew Luck was considered a generational talent. Yeah, I think the only way you don't take a quarterback in the top five if you're the Carolina Panthers is if you truly believe, you have to believe this with your heart and soul, that the players that are on the board – that are available to you at that moment are more like um, the EJ Manuel draft, Geno Smith, 
than they are like a Jameis Winston, Mariota. Um, you know, and I'm not even, I'm just saying like, it's almost malpractice to not pick a, play, a quarterback at that point. I agree. And the time that you need a quarterback, unless you just firmly are against the people, like you think they're going to be bust, period. Because if you pick a quarterback yeah. in the second round and he turns out to be Jalen Hurts, he could have been worth a top five pick and your organization still be in the great place. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, think hey, I, I agree with that prospect. that statement on the screen. Fucking Justin Fields, boys. I cannot believe we pass on that shit, man. Thank Matt that, Roll for that. That motherfucker is so net boy, man. I was I cried that day when we passed on him. I, I kid you not. I on everything. I cried, bro, because I knew he was gonna be this nasty. Wait until he gets that the 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 the, the passing going, bro. He could he could pass in college, bro. He definitely. But wait until that shit clicks. Justin Fields is fucking nasty, and I can't believe we passed on that shit, man. But 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 y'all want to pass on two more generational type fucking QB. Yeah, fucking blown. Y'all make me sick. Y'all, we passed on Jalen Hurts for YGM. That's what we should be mad. Yeah, that was stupid. I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't think. I don't think Bryce Young and and CJ Stroud are generational at all. And there's been no, no proof that they are. Are they? No, no proof that they are. Everything's in the, the, what, the, 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 the rice is in the pudding. There's no the proof there. Young. What are you talking about? There's cool. no proof there. Oh yeah, cause he got, cause he's in Alabama. He's a superstar. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. There's well, no proof there. One of the worst man. Alabama teams they had in like the last ten years. The worst Alabama team they've had in a decade, bro. He's the bright, bro. I'm telling you, he's a step coach. If, 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 if you can remove, if you can remove his head and put it on Sam Donald's body, he'd be a superstar. Oh. He's pushing. Well, this is my thing, man. If it if it, if it says he's six foot, you can't lie in the SEC into these kids. He's not way. six foot. Oh, yes, so, he's not so, six so he's foot. lying that he's six foot. Yes, though, right? yes. Alabama yeah, like Nick Saban lies every day. Nick Saban lies. Bro, you during the combine. During the combine, when they do their official measurements, you'll find oh out. God, when man. they do. I'll be on Friday free throw, the, and I'll say, "Gee, baby, I told you so." Just what's wait. A, just what's wait. Tua? There's I no use discussing now. Y'all what's shit Tua? on Tua. Look at what Tua's doing. What's Tua's height and weight, though? I didn't oh. shit on Tua. I never shit on Tua. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I did come out. I, I, th- I think he was coming out. But I was wrong. But what's his height actual height and weight? I wanted to trade up for Herbert. Fact is, fact well, is, fact is, what we, gee, baby, what we should have did in 2020 when we took Derek, Derek uh, Brown, we should have waited and took Jefferson in the first round. Then we could have took Jalen Hurts in the second round. Tua but is Martin, anywhere between 5'11". You know, Matt Rule was in charge. Yeah, so he's around Bryce Young's height and weight. He's 6'1", and on Google... On another one on CBS Sports, he's six foot tall, and then on this one, he's five eleven at <laughs> somewhere else. If you click farther into, oh, Maryland. Hey, hey, we gonna see what he is at the combine. Not even two. That's a and I, and you and, and I'm gonna say it like I told Cody Lack. Bryce Young's gonna run a four 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 five. I promise I'm pretty, you. I'm pretty he's sure Bryce Young's gonna. Run. I promise you. I don't think we're gonna I get. Bet you he doesn't run the forty. 
I don't think I don't think the forty times is a stat. The quarterback. I just don't see how it compares to quarterback unless you want to run with him. And if you want to run with with the with with Shorty, you're gonna be in trouble. I'm gonna leave it at this, G. I'm gonna leave it at this. Bryce Young, okay. his, his his play in the combine and going up to the draft is gonna speak for itself, bro. All I'm gonna say is I fucking told you so. I think Bryce when, when he's pat, yeah, we gonna see because yep, the rice is gonna the rice is in the pudding. Y'all go, oh my god, Bryce! Oh yeah, dude, dude, two things are gonna happen. Either I'm gonna tell you I told you I told you so, or you're gonna tell me that. One of them things is gonna happen in a couple months. I think Bryce Young's going number one overall, so and we're not gonna have the number one overall pick. Correct. Yeah, no, I, agree yeah, with I you. don't see I don't see the Texans winning another fucking game, man. Nope. I don't I have a that. question. Or hey, this they do have Kyle Allen lined quarterback. up quarterback, man. <laughs> <laughs> and pickle laughs. Yeah, yeah. You know, you remember? You remember when he came out? He had a few games. Everybody said, "Oh my God, there's our next quarterback!" People crying, going all blessed. He come out and start losing, and they're like, yeah, "They were they, they were shitting on Cam. They yeah, were exactly. shitting on Cam for fucking." Yeah, God. He's our God. replacement. They're like just just like when they drafted Will Grow in the third round. Yeah. Everybody lost Dave Marbles because this guy was going to replace Cam. They're drafting Cam's replacements. People, I'm like, y'all, if Cam Newton allows him to replace him, that's just how it is. But we know how that is. So. About how I remember that time. I remember that time so much differently now. And I mean, you guys are right. Like, is that it was Kyle yeah. Allen. But when Taylor Heineke won this uh, big game that he came in, uh, like two games, you know, where he got to wear the chains and do stuff like that. Um, I just had always remembered that weird uh, time we were in quarterback purgatory with the – I always thought the better games were with Taylor Heineke. But it turns out, like, he only played, like, two games for the Panthers. And right. it was Josh Allen a lot. Right, no, right. you know, it was Josh Allen. I just had Kyle always, Allen, yeah. Yeah, Kyle Allen, thank you. But yeah. the, the, my – look, Cody, Lashley, I'm talking to you in the chat. File this away Get for – in this place. I know, debate my take is should Bryce Young go to the combine? There you and go. My answer is no. Remember what that Michigan guy? Now, I, if I was Bryce Young and I've already projected that I wouldn't. Because at, at his point, he's already projected to be the top quarterback, right? If he goes to the combine. Top and, two, top three. Yeah, if he goes to the combine and he's measured at the combine and his height ain't where it wants to be, somebody's going to knock him down on that officially, no, you know? No. The I mean, it, 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 what, what, how, it could – He'll have a well, day. We'll know how Well, you're right. You're right. Well, scenario, going to the combine won't help him, right? Bryce Young ain't no bitch, man. He's here to fucking compete, man. He competes at the highest level, man. He's going to go and he's going to fucking compete, man. A lot, a lot, a lot of ain't competing at the no, combine. You know, they hurt, though. Only the combine helps one person. And, it's a and person. they have the pro day, too. Yeah, but the combine only helps the player who the scouts don't think they're high enough already. I mean, worst case scenario for Young, he gets go to a, a good team. <laughs> like, gets drafted late to a good team. Yeah. I mean, no, I just think this is like, I, I don't think it's beneficial for a player who is the number one prospect, who has all the tape, who has everything to show you. Never. He needs to prove it. To, like, and this is a great year, too, to skip the combine. 
because I think people are going to be more cautious. The scouts and teams are going to be more cautious about being wowed by the Zach Wilson pro, uh, combine or pro day stuff as much. Where Remember like, that Michigan oh, guy? Yeah, he, he tore his ACL running the 40 or whatever. No, I don't remember that. Wait, but last year, last year he, he was projected oh, wait, as the first rounder. Oh, the linebacker that went to Baltimore. Yes, yeah, yes. he was projected as the first round. He tore his ACL. Wait, what's his name? Oh, it was like some up. gigantic name. Oh, I'll it. Uh, with an o. I'll go look it up. Let's see. Uh, wait, he tore his ACL running the 40? It was like an ACL or MCL or something like that. Let's see. Uh, David Ajobo. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Oh, damn. He was supposed to be like a top, like, 15 pick. Yeah. But the thing is, if you're projected, I just don't see how it would be beneficial for Bryce. What is he really going to prove to you other that he hasn't already proved? Those those 40 times in the combine, though, folks will remember, they're in their underwear. What what they should do and what they should do, they they should get these players to do these drills. With shit and pads and shoulder pads and helmet. That way, you really see how they look on the field. You know, because right now, I mean, have you ever seen well, they, yeah, when they jump? A lot of it's I mean, training. A lot of it is the training, like is yeah, like how you get off the line and that's how yeah, you really exactly. improve. And you're already super fast. How do you improve um, someone's sport? I was talking yeah. to this one guy who helps these people do this, and they make them. What they do is they take their shoes they make them step in chalk before they start the drill and so they can look at how their footprints go down the path to see if you can like improve the stride component in a way that shaves off like a little bit you know what i'm saying if yeah they're like running out of control yeah. they're like yeah. uh, so i mean that's how you win in those in those moments who was uh, blind Years ago, Tony, he was the offensive lineman who removed his shirt and ran that forty time and his without a shirt on. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> remember oh, I remember that. that. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who was it? Uh, uh, the oh, Bengals man. drafted him, I think. But Bengals, I, I mean, he's huge, old fella. He was shaking going down there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, hey, Tony, I got a question. We're, you're talking about Cam recently. Why do you, if you think he's done, why hasn't he signed his retirement papers? I don't know. That's a great question. Like, if he's done, wouldn't he sign retirement papers, get all those benefits? Like, you don't need them, but like. I mean, start, yeah, start getting them. Maybe he doesn't want to be done. That's what I'm saying. Like, could Wilkes be the guy that maybe, hey, I'll go back for Wilkes. Oh, for a bridge? Yeah. Oh, he, he hasn't resigned his retirement papers, which is strange. If like he's done, wouldn't you done that already? What a, are we really going to have that conversation for the next five? I months? will no. not stop having it until he signs those papers. <laughs> I mean, we probably <laughs> gotta have it now, right? Is man, C Doc tripping? My nigga tripping, bro. What the fuck is you talking about, G? You better stop with that fucking weak ass shit, G. Come on. <laughs> Come on, dog. You're tripping, bro. Pee wee, bro. Come on. He got to retire before he can enjoy the retirement. He hasn't retired officially. I worry about uh, Cody Lack said Bryce Young is 5'2 and 125 pounds. 
<laughs> He's five two. He's he five two. Is he Muggsy Bones? You know what? You know what? He bet maybe Bryce Young when he did his measurements at Alabama, maybe he wearing high heels. That probably what it was. He go out there and wear high heels to get his measurement. That probably what it was. That's why he popped up there. Well, I don't want to, I don't know what Cam Newton is going to do. I worry about Cam if he's got enough celebrity status to be. Yeah. Um, I'm with you. I'm just wondering why he hasn't signed retirement papers. Kind of I just think he don't want to. I just think he's waiting for somebody to call him maybe a playoff team that, that that's going to just, it's just, it's hard. I think it's hard to say because, you know, no one, I mean. Well, what is you he know, truly waiting for? It can't be that. I, yeah. I I wouldn't think so, but I mean that's my only answer to that question. Like I don't have an answer, so I can't even give you an answer. So I mean, it's almost for next year now. Maybe he sees it. Well, he's going to look in, around and he's going to go like, "Hey, it's Baker, it's yeah. Sam Darnold, and it's me out there." That's what I think. I think he, if Wilkes is there, I think he might. Actually, I'm still, I'm still driving Bryce Young, and then I bring fucking Cam in as the fucking bridge and put him in a seat, uh, a certain package. We put him in like now. Now at this point, who gives a fuck if Cam is is used at the fucking goal line? I mean, goddamn, who like as long as he's hungry, bro, he's gonna want to win. We, he's not the franchise, but that's why we protect fucking Bryce Young, man. And he hated that rule. He hated that rule. Yep, that is true. We did. We should have. Tr- you know what? I trust Cam. So, do you guys? Do you guys feel like firing Joe Brady was a mistake? No, I think he wasn't the problem. Because Joe Brady wanted Cam Newton. I don't think he was the problem. I think that's a good way. No, of we all know that Matt Rule was the problem. Uh, somebody got their somebody mic. Pissing? Somebody's pissing. Somebody say that. Put that shit on me, bro. <laughs> Watch, your hand. Watch your hands. Watch your hands. That's the best stream all night. Oh, <laughs> Better than this stream. Oh, oh damn. <laughs> well, that's funny. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking it right as you said it. Like as you were saying, it, I was like, "Oh, yep, that's is what's happened." Um, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, what else is there? I mean, I feel like uh, you guys got anything else on your mind to talk about? I guess uh, you guys make the picks at the end, right? That's about right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't have anything. Uh, I want Terrace Marshall Jr. to be good. What if him and Darnold come out there and fucking? Smoke That's it. if Terrence Marshall plays. I Why, mean, is he hurt? There's, he's dealing with a shoulder injury. They said he's a game time decision. Oh, I like I said, don't be surprised if he does something. Like he actually has an offensive line now. Man, um, I don't think it's going to happen. I'm just saying, don't be surprised. Nah, I mean, like it could be. How about this? Is that what? What if he goes and throws for 200 yards and doesn't throw any picks and is like got a. 63% completion rate, and he's like 11 for 15. And he could run. I mean, right. And he does that. Like, it's going to look so much night and day better than what we've had that you're going to be like, we will be in here going, it's oh, one game. 
you know you'll be and it's just like it's like going in the movie with uh what is it with uh hall pass and they go to the bar and the guy's like oh look at her and oh yeah <laughs> that's what it's gonna be like is that for one week we'll be like oh at shit least be, at least be interesting to watch yeah, yeah. Said at the beginning <laughs> of the show he a hey, sam donald is playing with house money he's got exactly. nothing to lose everybody expects him to be crap so if he's not then wow if he is we expected it so he's he don't have to be pressure of being a savior either exactly we got the friday p for all <laughs> <laughs> play me yeah. some r kelly what was the <laughs> what was it when i called it with uh when cody had the guy come on and put the day he's been duped twice oh, I think, man. oh but man. i called it the friday something <laughs> but like it was a play on that as well um all right let's go around we'll make our picks and then we'll call it a night unless you guys want to just take turns peeing <laughs> i'm good uh, i put my shit on meat when i do it <laughs> nice, thanks. all right uh let's start with drew the denver broncos are coming to town and i, I want to say this is you sounded pretty positive in the uh early moments of this show what do you think the outcome of this game is 2814 Carolina. Uh 2814. Yeah, it was Friday free my ball. <laughs> is uh the uh other one. Uh 2414 Carolina. 2814. 28. That's a lot of points. I know. For both teams. <laughs> well, well, Drew's up there drinking that main water, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it must be crystal clear. I bet you that was frozen is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> What's the temperature there right now? I bet it's cold as fuck. Tony, I look. It's probably in the twenties. I'm pretty sure. Let's see. Right now, my, it is. Come on, my buddy just went for a Actually, wedding. Actually, not there. too bad. It's only thirty-seven. Yeah, it's pretty warm <laughs> here right now. Uh, That's cold. It's probably like seventy-five <laughs> over here. Yeah, it's yeah, it is. right cool. now it is uh 953 where i live at which where probably most of our time zones is a uh, 54 degrees right now wonderful yeah. um all right uh kev what's your score um i say uh nine to ten carolina what ten nine carolina yep okay it's not gonna be uh, no points wow all right uh g baby I got uh, I honestly, I think Sam's gonna shit the bed, bro. He has a, a, a Sam's been sitting on his ass and, and, and getting fat, enjoying those mills, enjoying those millions of dollars, and he just gonna come in here and light it up, huh? Again, I just said we were gonna win twenty-eight to fourteen. I, 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 up. Yeah. <laughs> I got, I got, I got, oh, dude, I, I can't, fuck the Broncos, they stole Cam's ring, I can't pick them bitches. <laughs> Hold on, wait a minute, G-Baby, didn't you say earlier that Carolina wasn't going to win another game this season? <laughs> I, I can't believe I'm going to pick the ball. I'm telling you, the Broncos are bad, too. They oh, are. Oh, I hate Russell Wilson. I hate that motherfucker. Right. Damn. What's the score? What is it, G baby? Can, can I go last? Can I think yeah. about this real quick? 
Hey, uh, Pickle. Yeah. He's the one screaming. Uh, yeah. Now that you're done, can you uh, tell us? Uh, <laughs> can, uh, what's your pick for this game? 21-3, Panthers. Damn. No, Y'all got no, some high 21, scores. 21-0. Damn. Okay. Y'all see the Denver Broncos? He's angry now. Uh, yeah, they look worse than we are. Yeah. Listen, at That's least, at least, and you're right. <laughs> but at least we can run the football, and we're at home. The Panthers lose. The Panthers ain't won a home game since Cam Newton was quarterback. Look that, folks, up. Look it up. Really. The pa- no, no. Excuse me. We haven't won an away game since Cam Newton was quarterback. Huh? You have us winning. We haven't Wait. won an away game since Cam Newton was quarterback. Is this game at home? Yeah. Yes. Is that possible? I, that, that's, I mean, what, that's what they were talking about on WFNZ right, so I mean, I, this I week. Since week 10 of last I mean, year. I, 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 I haven't looked it up, but I have not looked it up. But they were talking about we haven't won a home game since Cam Newton was quarterback. Uh, an away game. An away game. The last, we haven't the won last an away game. game we won was in Arizona, Cam's first game back. That's what he's saying. Yeah, that's what he said. The last back to back wins in Detroit was like 2018. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't yeah. even Detroit playing. How about this? No. Is we have uh, don't if we didn't have the beginning of last season, we would have felt like that with back to back wins. Um, yeah, all right. So, blowouts, a defensive blowout by the Carolina Panthers. I am gonna say 17 14 Panthers. I still think that's high. <laughs> okay, 17-13 Panthers. Uh, it could be like 50. Ooh, what if we just did only field goals? 15 to 12. It's going to be like that Jets-Patriots game. <laughs> yeah. Nah, it might, I don't know. We'll Damn see. Like, headset. This could be a get-right. Uh, this could be a get-right game about um, – for Russell Wilson, it could be a get-right game. We're a get-right game for everybody in a way. They honestly should have beat the Raiders, man. I can't believe that shit. Who's the running they, back they for them? Like that all season, like just they stink. What's that? Who's Denver's running back right now? Latavius uh, Murray, the dude that fucks us, man. He fucking runs all over us every time, man. I just even wondering. when he was at Minnesota, I just remember him whooping our ass. Yeah. What's and I feel like we struggle against bigger backs. Now are you gonna? Are you gonna? I'm going uh, fucking Denver, fucking thirteen to six, man. I'm taking the Broncos, man. Okay. Denver. Cam, Cam Newton would not be proud of you. No, he wouldn't. Cam Newton, how could you? Carolina, yeah, 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 yeah. You betrayed him, man. Uh, I don't. I think this is. You know, I think. Uh, what'd you say the line was? Uh, plus two, Carolina. Oh, it's changed then because it was plus two Denver earlier. Um, been, no, wait, plus no, you're right. You said plus two. Yeah, yeah I, I saw Denver's that favorite. Yeah. That means Denver's favorites, right? On the yeah, road. Yeah, yeah, Denver's favorite. Man, all right. Um, that's this this Friday free for all. Um, yeah, next time, let, y'all, if you ever go out and get your pair of headsets, make sure they not strong enough to go to the other end house. <laughs> my old my old headset would go dead halfway before then. Friday stream for all. Yep. Right. Well, you know. Next no time way. I'll take a camera so I don't have to do it. Uh, uh, hey, 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 can I say one more thing, Tony? 
Yeah, please. Hey, can I? And and, and Greg's my boy, but man, he suggested that sorry ass peripheral fucking show, bro. The, <laughs> the first the first two episodes was heat, and then I got to the fifth episode. And then I had seen myself retract back to the second episode because I was so fucking confused. And now I'm on like the eighth episode, and my girl loves it, and I'm lost. I'm bro, I'm so fucking lost in that show right now. Episode four, I think episode four is like three and four are like really important, but you don't know they're important until five and six, and you're like, I saw the like, I watched episode four three times actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it be. And then I got this one question: Is why did this guy have to kill his family? Yeah, bro, it's, it's like alter dimensional family, and he was just bro. like this. He just was like, uh, "Oh, had to do it." Had and you're like, and then they just ended the conversation. I was like, "Well, why'd you have to kill him? They're in a different fucking universe." Bro, that show is confusing as fuck. Is Gammon? You gotta pay attention and focus in that show. Shit. You guys know Gammon? Anybody? No. Gammon, you a, are you a Carolina football fan? No. Gamble? 49ers fan here. All right. Well, come on to the stream. Hey, guys. How's, how's it going? going? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing great. Doing great. We were uh, just wrapping up the show. And <laughs> you can get in here with whatever thoughts you had to bring. Uh, absolutely. I, I know you guys don't uh, don't know me, and so um, which is a, kind of a good thing, bad thing. Um a little quite quick uh, back brief on me. So uh, currently right now in the military, uh, grew up in California. So a long time kind of 49ers fan. Uh, one of the things I do Thank is I kind of your service. Uh, appreciate it. I, it's, I've been in for 14 years. It's, I never know how to answer that, but um, uh, <laughs> thank you, sir. Um, I'd say it's, it's a weird thing. I always get, get kind of choked up. Any other veterans in here? I think you guys feel the same way that I do and, and salute to you and yours. Um, so the reason why I came in here and I try to make sure I don't ask this like smugly because it's not, it's not meant like that. Um, cause during the off season for us as 49ers fans, right? A lot of us, we, we didn't know what to, and it's hard to do when you're a fan of your own fan base, like, right. Like what is the true value of the players that you see on, on your team? Right. So, you know, we had two big moving pieces or potentially moving pieces who somehow didn't move. One was Debo Samuel. Right. And, we had a lot of people who would come onto our podcasts or our streams and say, Hey, what do you think about um, a, a, a third round pick for Debo Samuel? And I was like, you need, you're, you're on the wrong stream, right? Like that's kind of insulting. But at the same time, when I would kind of go around and I'd ask people like, Hey, you know, your team needs Jimmy Garoppolo. So you guys are kind of the first stop. I'm, I'm kind of going over here. I'm going over to like the Cleveland Browns. Um, long story short, when you guys see, CMC kind of having a chemistry with a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo uh, and that sort of thing. Because uh, one of the things that I was saying on, on my stream or on uh, some of the other podcaster streams was that Matt Rule, before the beginning of the season, I was like, if there's anybody who needs uh, Jimmy Garoppolo the most, it's probably the Panthers followed by the Browns, you know. And then, and then there was like a couple other teams where I was kind of going like they need him. But I was going like Matt Rule may not make it through the season without a mature – discipline kind of leader like Jimmy Garoppolo. He's nothing exciting or fancy, but the man just kind of gets the job done. Would it has your guys's perception on him changed the same or do you guys look at the organization and go like gosh, you know what? We would have had we would have been doing so much better with, you know, an adult and a leader kind of like Jimmy Garoppolo or do you guys go like, you know what? 
it, it's just easy to do when you got, you know, a Pro Bowl guy like CMC, Tutu, you know, uh, George Kittle, Debo Samuel. You know, just curious, what are your guys' thoughts? Well, the first is definitely the situation in San Francisco is beneficial to them, right? Like, you can't deny that being under the best coach in the league. And that's why I'll put Kyle Shanahan, or at least he's my favorite coach. And that says a lot because he was with the Falcons that year. Well, I mean, he was a Falcons coach. Um, but, like, if I had my pick of the litter, it would be Kyle Shanahan. Right? That would be, like, how I go and get my next head coach. And then you do have a lot of talent. So that is beneficial to Garoppolo. But at the same time, I used to be a person that said that Baker Mayfield, if I had my choice between Baker Mayfield and Jimmy G, I would rather have the – gunslinger upside of Baker Mayfield. And it turns out I was completely wrong on that. And Jimmy G would have been a lot better here than Baker Mayfield has been. Now, how much better he would be or how much worse he would be than he was in San Francisco. I can't answer that part where I don't know. See, I would rather have Jimmy G. I just didn't want his contract. Yeah, that's me. I, I would have rather have Jimmy G's health issues concern me, but I mean, but at the same time, as much as as much as we like Jimmy G, Matt Rule isn't an NFL coach. I've often compared. I've told a couple Eagle fans that I work with a lot. I said Matt Rule is our version of Chip Kelly. Okay, he's mm-hmm. a guy who, mm-hmm. no matter how good he is in college, he doesn't belong yeah. in the NFL. I think if Jimmy G would have come here, he would not be having a, a season he's having up there because yeah. with Matt Rule here. He would be trying to get Jimmy to play in a college football way, or it would just be, be it would just be better than Baker, but not significantly better to where we're like, yeah, oh, exactly. we're build, like it saved Matt's job. Maybe, that maybe it would have draft capital. It would have taken to get Jimmy G. That too. Back to you. That, that's true. Is Garoppolo's contract end? And this uh, you got the TV on the ba- background mute while we're uh, while we're if we're not using our mics. Um, What's Jimmy G's contract? When does it end? When does he part ways with the 49ers? I mean, so, does he part ways? Yes. Yeah, oh, so I, I think that he does. He does part ways, whether he wins a, a Super Bowl or, or not with, with the 49ers. Wow. So big reason is, right, and, and I think I think it's kind of – everyone's kind of got their opinions or views. I'm sure you guys had very strong opinions or views uh, about Baker Mayfield before he came onto your team. And now you guys are kind of looking back of maybe what some Browns fans were telling you. And you're kind of going like, okay, this checks out. Or maybe he did that in Cleveland, but he kind of shorted up over here, right? Yeah. Different kind of things. Um, I, I think the thing where you were talking about, you really liked Kyle Shanahan. He said, you know, number one coach. I don't know if I, even me as a 49ers fan, I don't think I would put him as the number one coach in the NFL. But as far as like his strategy, his scheming, right? Putting together a game plan, I, um, I, I, I would say... I put him just right below somebody like Andy Reid, but that's still. So would he be like, your top coach, Andy? Would Andy Reid be? I mean, under Andy Reid, he's pretty great. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I, you know, I would say, I would say Andy Reid would be only because of you. Just look at the experience and what journey that that man had to go through before he got his first Super Bowl, right? Like he went through all those McNabb years and other teams kind of that trading off on him as successes. To be honest, yeah, I mean, and yeah, that, that like, was. Yeah, I, agree. So, like, I could see how Andy Reid would be the top. My thing is this: I think that at least Shanahan gives you the the future, like the like the longevity. Maybe that you know, Reid's already like how many years more can he coach? And he does bring his 
His, his brother. Did you guys hear about his brother just got sent? They the sentence came through. Or his, no. his, yeah, his so like his it was assistant coach. Remember last year he drove oh, yeah, he was like his son. driving and he killed it was his son. That was his son. It was his son, and he was yeah. assistant coach, right? Yeah, it was yeah. He got three years in prison for that. But uh anyway, I guess that so uh, yeah, all right, Andy. Is there any any other coach ahead of Kyle Shanahan right now? Um yeah, you know, um, I mean, obviously I gotta go with I gotta go with Bill Belichick. You know, what I mean, like yeah. if I if this got cut and then put on um on Twitter and, and it was titled, you know, random 49ers guy thinks Kyle Shanahan's better than, you know, Bill Belichick, you know, I would get, I would get ruined, but you know, honestly, I, I think I'd put, I'd put um, Kyle Shanahan uh, somewhere in, I think like the top eight, I couldn't just give you like a, a, a list of numbers again, that's head coaching. I think head coaching is different than what he brings to um, right. Like the table, as far as like his, his offensive acumen, getting players, into oh, the right incredible. position it's yeah so, so. like you can like if anybody you know we watched christian mccaffrey here have really one great season in a um in a season that wasn't all that great for the carolina panthers in a way um but we we saw him just in his first three years just devastate this was just awesome but one of the problems with christian mccaffrey that was like a conundrum it was like the christian mccaffrey paradox became how do you use them in a way that gets you to win one like this isn't just stat loaded but also mm. translates to wins but two not overuse him not over depend on him as a game plan like it was just this thing that we didn't know how ever the code we could we could not crack this code and man if anybody could crack it, it it's kyle shanahan's already seemingly learning how to not overuse him and use him a ton still didn't yeah, know 40 oh sorry I apologize. So yeah, so I, I'm glad you kind of brought up the the use of uh, Christian McCaffrey. So what I like is whenever you see uh, receivers, right? The, the stat you're always looking for is receptions. Whenever right. you look for uh, running backs, the stat that you're looking for is carries. Well, what I find is very interesting is the duality is is what the 49ers kind of practice or preach, right? So so they they like duality. Like you can take away one thing, but if Right. What's that old adage? Uh, one is none. Two is some. So by having by having uh, somebody and I call them I call them like touches. Right. It's not receptions. It's not carries. But what Christian McCaffrey gives you is touches. He's going to receive. He's going to catch. Same thing with Debo Samuel. He's going to receive. He's going to catch because I'd have I'd have opposing. I remember when we were playing the Cowboys. I don't know if you've dealt with their fans before, but uh, oh, oh, my Lanta. Like I, I whew, that was something else. But. They were trying to say, oh, we're going to shut down Debo Samuel. And I was like, maybe in the receiving game, but not in the, not in the rushing game. Like, we're going to feed this guy the ball. But um, I think that's the big thing is they're both simultaneously taking the load off of each other. Instead of Debo Samuel getting, you know, 8 to 12 carries a game and then, you know, 8 to 12 catches a game. Instead, now it's like Debo Samuel's getting 5 catches a game and, you know, 6 carries a game. And then it's kind of the same thing going on for Christian McCaffrey. And you get... Like you said, there's a lot of stats that kind of get eaten up. The where I see a lot of stats get eaten up, right? And when you think about stats, you like those are nice, but how much of that is filler? And I always think of Russell Westbrook when he was when he got that average that triple double with the uh, with the um, gosh, what was the team? The Thunder. the Thunder. Yeah, and I was like, he got the triple double, but not like the Oscar Robinson true. You know what I mean? Triple double. There was like guys doing everything they could to feed him um, that stuff. Uh, as far as uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. 
he, I don't think he's going to be commanding um, a very big, large um, contract. Um, or if he does, I think it'll be more of like a prove it year. Uh, to be honest, I, I also too think he's he's actually like an, a great mentor. Um, when I, it was really sad for me to shuttle off Alex Smith when we still had um, when we shut off Alex Smith when we still had Colin Kaepernick. Um, Alex Smith then goes over to the Chiefs. The Chiefs were complaining about Alex Smith and how he was a game manager. And then with Andy Reid, he almost had um, an MVP type season, playoffs, right? Yeah, and then and then Patrick Mahomes got to sit sit behind somebody who just like Alex Smith already had been through it. You know, hey, I've been leapfrogged by the young guy coming up, and he just he was just a consummate professional, like no ego in, in there. And then I could see Jimmy Garoppolo. Well, I already know Jimmy Garoppolo would do the exact same thing. I mean, look at the amount of punishment that that guy's been through. We used to nickname Alex Smith the, the Phoenix because we almost tried to run him out of town before Jim Harbaugh come, came there. And that man has been killed many times in the media, and he just keeps coming back to life. So I don't think um, Jimmy Garoppolo, he, he's not coming back next year. The, the 49ers have sank too much into, into Trey Lance, um, but also to Trey Lance's development. Uh, I've been really kind of proud of what I've seen, only though it's been four games. But uh, it, it makes me hopeful because the big thing I look at for for young quarterbacks is pocket presence, right? Like anybody can run and throw when it's good and the pocket's clean, but are you gonna are you gonna take it when the defense is gonna hit you like square in the teeth? Are you still gonna deliver it, pop back up, and then keep doing that? Um, uh, what's the quarterback for the Bengals? I can't believe I'm doing this right now. I think Joe it's Burrow. Good. Joe, Joe Burrow, man, like he's got no offensive line. He didn't have one last year, but oh man, the 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 gahungas on that guy. Like he was just like, I'm gonna just keep getting drilled every third play. And but damn it, I'm gonna just keep zipping it. I don't you see know, Kirk Cousins. Who does that and is not a good quarterback? Still Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones will hang in there until he gets bashed up, but uh not as good as that. But um there's no concern, you don't have any concern with Trey Lance at this point with how much you put into it, because this is, I think parallel to a conversation that is very related to the Carolina Panthers is we are a team that has been in the discussion for quarterback for several years. Now we've been just slightly out of range for that, whether we're picking at six or eight. And it's been like, do we let the draft come to us and maybe get a quarterback? And then there was a lot of, av- you know, you just got to try to find draft talk in some ways, but trading the farm for, we've been through the Trevor Lawrence. We all were excited mm-hmm. in that Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, and Trey Lance draft. Right, those were all, even uh, we were wondering if we should allocate the assets. So if we would have done that, and now he's hurt. There wasn't like a he didn't look dominant necessarily when he's in there. How do you are are there any lingering concerns among you as a 49ers fan? So I would say fans in general. Um, yes. Uh for me, I, I watch uh, a lot of tape and there were a couple things that I said I wanted to see him work on, right? There's so much macro, so much micro that these players need to do to prepare for an NFL season. And mine were very, very simple because he showed that he had the pocket awareness as a rookie. But what I wanted to see him do was actually just climb up into the pocket. Like, hey, you feel the pressure instead of like trying to slip out, jump out like we see Colin Kaepernick, right? Justin Fields do just like bail and run. I was like, hey, how about just climb the pocket, um, look for a lane and and kind of throw it. So I see that. So I feel a lot better. As far as your question goes, um, 
you know, I, I think I, we see the Rams in our division and they were like F them picks. And I got to tell you, I've seen the 49ers lose two Super Bowls in recent history, right? The Harbaugh, which was, you know, uh, the, the Harbaugh brothers going up against each other. And then one not too recently, you know, not too long ago against the Chiefs. And you guess how the Chiefs got Mahomes. The Chiefs traded up for um, Mahomes. The other thing, too, that I look at that makes me feel uh, better is like, yeah, I know that the, the capital that the 49ers gave up is quite a bit. I, You know, the, the Rams right now, yeah, their team may be sucking, but at least they're going like, hey, 49ers, when was the last time you won the Super Bowl? And I'm like, well, 1994 against the Chargers was Steve Young. It's not the last time we've been in the Super Bowl, but it's the last time we won one. And they're like, yeah, well, we may be getting our butts kicked right now, but that that ring was just, you know, last year. You know what I'm saying? So um, their thing, too, is as long as there isn't a big Galuge, like a like a like a big divide between talent. Like we may have given up more resources um, for Trey Lance versus Justin Fields, but as long as it's not a situation where it's like when the Bears traded with the 49ers to go from the third spot to the second spot, they went up, they picked Mitchell Trubisky over somebody say like uh, Patrick Mahomes. Like the the talent difference isn't it's just massive. That divide between Trubisky and Mahomes. If Mahomes was on the Steelers right now, he would be doing having a way better record than uh, than than they would be over there, right? Um, also, too, the Bears wouldn't need to move up to go get him. Another example that I have is is um, everyone wanted to run Tua um, out of town for a little bit for the Dolphins, and for a long long time, um, I you know when I was looking at uh, when I was looking at the Chargers, I was going like, man, man, the Dolphins they should they should have gotten Herbert. They really should have gone Herbert. And then all of a sudden you get some good pieces um, around Tua, right? And then all of a sudden Tua doesn't look that bad. I don't think he's as good as Herbert, but it's not that bad. And I think if anyone's kind of shown the recipe for success over the last 15 years of getting, having a Super Bowl team and getting to the Super Bowl with not like a top 10 quarterback, it's the 49ers. We did it with Alex Smith. Um, we, we did it with Jimmy Garoppolo. And then you looked at the uh, you looked at the Buccaneers when they won with uh, you know John Lynch, Warren Sapp, and crew, and they did it with Brad Johnson. You know, not too many people remember that name. I'm sure you guys probably do in the in the division, but outside of your guys' division, right? Not too many people uh, probably remember that. So, um, just to kind of answer your question, I'd say I say uh, you know the, the picks the picks don't matter, but the the production at the end of it is what matters. You know, if it it wasn't fun watching the 49ers not win, like lose the Super Bowl against the Chiefs. That was heartbreaking, right? And it's like, man, if we would have just gave away a couple more draft picks, maybe got a couple more impact players, it would have been better to have see your confetti falling from the stands versus the other team's confetti didn't, falling from the stands. Didn't Jimmy G only throw like eight passes against the Packers to win the NFC Championship? Yeah. So, and, and that's that's the other thing too is you know um, our weird, uh, I think too. Yeah, so that was the big thing too. When when I when the 49ers were getting Kyle Shanahan and he was saying, like, hey, we're gonna be a running offense and we want a defense like the Seattle Seahawks, I was going like I was laughing. I was going like that's great coach speak. Um, we just saw what you did with Atlanta and all the other kind of stuff. And then, but lo and behold, because we were that was the thing, it was that was what was driving us crazy, was we had Jim Har- Harbaugh, we had Frank Gore, it was we're going to run it 55 times. We're going to pass it 18 times. I'm going like, no, we're, we brought you over here to be a high flying offense. And then look at it now. Yeah. The Ravens did a couple of times. Yep. Um, but now you look at it and you're just like, you're just like, damn, he wasn't lying. Like he is like a okay with 
um, running the football. You're, you're seeing Troy Aikman say after the Monday night football game, he's going like the 49ers are one of the most old school football teams that are here because they're just going to constantly nonstop pound it. Um, when you guys brought up CMC and how to use him without him getting exacerbated. Well, the 49ers have probably spent the last three years, a third round pick on a running back. So CMC doesn't need to tote the rock that much. We've got um, Elijah Mitchell behind him. We got, you know, Ty Davis price. We've got some big, big bodies um, behind there. So he doesn't have to necessarily, and then Debo Samuel to, to trunk the load. But I don't know if that kind of, kind of answered the the question. But um, when I looked at, when I was really kind of studying the tape and reviewing it, I was really, really surprised, even with Julio Jones and everything like that with the Falcons, he ran the most three tight end heavy sets. Uh, he led the league in three tight end sets that year that they went to the Super Bowl and lost against the Patriots. But you remember that the, the two running backs that they had over there in Atlanta, like they yeah, are Coleman and um, who was the other guy? Tevin Coleman still with you guys, right? No, he, he, he kind he, of bounces he was, around between yeah, he you does. and the Jets. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember the, the other guy's name, but. Yeah, I mean, really, really, the other guy was like he a was speedy short Freeman. Freeman, there, there you go. Um, yeah, uh, but that, like, even if you go back to that Atlanta offense, it was probably the first time they didn't just ask Matt Ryan to throw fifty times every week. Right, and then, and then you and go and you go to his offense before that with the Browns, and he had a really potent rushing attack there. Right, so, um, so when you know, whenever I think about it, I really did. I thought like it was just coaches speak and he was just saying that as the thing that he wanted to do. Like he wasn't lying. Like he's really okay with, with, uh, with running it um, 40 or 50 times down someone's throat. Look, if, if it happens again this year, people are going to go like Jimmy can't throw or anything like that. I'm going to be like, honestly, honestly, we have George Kittle is the best blocking tight end in the league and it's probably the second or third best receiving tight end in the league. Like we're going to, we have the, one of the best tight uh, left tackles in the league and um, Trent Williams. So we're, we're going to, we're going to run it. I know it surprises people, but like, that's no, what's going to happen. I think it surprises people. I think it's just, you just know you have to be able to throw it at sometimes. And I actually don't, I don't think anybody's questioning the, the offense of the 49ers right now. I think um, we were, I, we were the first few games when we started off three and four of the season and we started off three and five last season. There was a lot of there's a oh, lot of wow. questions. Yeah, he is a, a man. This dude, uh, Cal Shanahan, is a I think a genius. But he also is like, I don't know whatever your ABC book was when you were a kid, like that they put in your little bassinet or whatever you, they read to you at night. But it was like zone run plays for kids from Mike Shanahan. I mean, he's been steeped in a tradition of running the football successfully i mean if you think of what his dad did mm -hmm. in denver they just churned out thousand yard rushers all the time bro and i mean like and they you'd be like oh man we're gonna get rid of who was the dude that left and went to the redskins uh, uh yeah clint uh, portis. Portis. Clint portis. Clint portis you're like oh they're gonna lose clinton portis they just put in the next dude yep another 1600 yards so he's been steeped in that since a baby um I just think, I mean, we're, we're just been looking at the conversation from is should we, with a project like Trey Lance, is it worth it for us to either take the risk? And you guys traded up for it. The thing yes. that you are coming back to, though, is you're confident enough in the, the ability for the GM and the coach to coach those players and to get the most out of whatever the draft and things. 
and that's our problem. We're not confident in our ability like that. It's like we can't overcome this person not turning out to be the best person in the world. They have to bring, they got to be like a hurricane of success, a force that will survive until we get a coach that's on the level of a Belichick, Shanahan, Andy Reid, where, you know, they're going to be there regardless if this pick works out or not. Right. And that's the big thing, right. Is, is when people go like, you know, Hey, you know, Gammon, I I don't think you guys did the right move by trading up and it's going to fail for Trey Lance. I, I, it's not for me to defend the position. Like that's, that's on Kyle Shanahan. But my thing is like, regardless of how we feel about the pick, uh, the decision maker, if it, if Andy Reid went up and picked a quarterback, which he did in Patrick Mahomes, it ended up being the right decision. Right. I think that we'd all agree that Andy Reid probably has a better eye for uh, prospects of the quarterback position than Matt rule. Uh, I, I would say probably we, we are in congruence the same way with uh, Kyle Shanahan. Doesn't mean that it's going to work. He's even admitted um, as such. But again, the thing that I look at is just, it's just the growth. And so really the biggest thing, and I think you're kind of, you're, you're barking up the right tree about it, but do you have, do you have the right coaching in place like around him? And it's not just the head coach, right? I think it's who's the position coach, right? Who's the quarterback coach? Who's the person putting him in through, through the drills, you know, um, having, having that, that veteran in there. And then also too, on that guy, will he take the, um, will he take the coaching? And then when you brought up the outside um, runs zone run scheme, I, it, I don't want to say it's gone the way of the Dodo, uh, but it's because of the cut block rule, right? Um, that, that got changed on 26 May, 2021. Uh, you, you started to see the 49ers kind of go more into, and a lot of people who came from um, that coaching tree, which was kind of the 49ers coaching tree, uh, go into more of an inside zone um, blocking scheme because you can't do the cut block or, uh, you know, basically like wherever you want to. You can only do it within a confined box, right? That's two two yards outside the tackles and five yards on either side of live scrimmage or three yards um, from the, um, uh, you know, from the tackles, two yards, additional extra two yards if it's outside from the, from the tight end. So it's a lot more confined where you could do, you just like clear out bodies uh, kind of really, really crazy um but that's kind of just going off onto onto a tangent but I, i'd say for you guys i think the biggest thing is just getting getting a coach doesn't matter if it's a guy like quarterback class last year was better than this year unless joe burrows yeah i agree i agree with that i wholeheartedly agree i don't you know i know some of you guys don't want veterans you guys want that new who wants the who you know when i'm looking at cars you know, when I'm looking at like a Ford Mustang, I would like to shop and go get a 2023. But what if, you know, it's like a new Xbox, right? What if it comes out, it's got the red circle of death. I just would have been more functional just to have an older version of an Xbox, right? Maybe go for the 2018 um, Ford Mustang. So I just think that um, Wilkes, who's Wilkes? Uh, that's our coach. Yeah, that's our head coach. We're having our own conversation in the chat room about all types of things right now. I just know. Uh, uh, I just know after Matt Rule got fired, I've been seeing him everywhere on the internet. He's been somehow popping up on my YouTube. He was our. Um, so he's our head coach now. But uh, the quick story of Steve Wilkes was he was the secondary coach uh, for the Carolina Panthers when he went to the Super Bowl. Then he became their defensive coordinator. And then after homeboy went to Buffalo, 
Then he went to Arizona for one year, uh, was a head coach when they picked Josh Rosen. And oh, he's chosen. Part of, chosen yeah, mm-hmm. he's part of the lawsuit um, between um, the NFL and Flores and the use of the like the kind of um, inauthenticity of the Rooney rule and some of the measures that are put in place and how these guys um, are set up to fail or not given as much. Anyway, uh, now he's our head coach. He's been pretty good. Um, I'll ask you, let me see. We're about to get out of here. It's 1030. We've been streaming yeah, for three and a half hours. Um, I was going to, oh, yeah. One of the things, too, is that we might need both, to be honest, Gammon, is uh, we might need the um, the brand new Mustang that we ordered. Uh, or, like, actually what I would want right now, if I was going to pick a brand new car, and I'm not a super car guy because I'm a cheap ass, them new vets look really awesome. <laughs> but they got the they look like a Lambos almost yeah. now, and they put the engine in the back. The new Corvettes look fantastic. Uh, but you could go out there. I just read this article on this dude, and he was the first dude to receive a fully electric Ford F one fifty. Oh, wow. like he ordered it to you know, it just final and it finally showed up. <laughs> so we might need the brand new Ford f-150 and we might need to go ahead and put the order in in this draft but we also might need the 2018 mustang to get us around until the ford f-150 gets here i'll take a uh, 2008 honda civic right now so oh yeah no <laughs> doubt. but i got a great car but my kids turning he's turned my kids gonna need a car in the next year so i'm already nervous cars are so fucking I, i'm sure i'm sure there's gonna be a lot of um I'm just going to kind of let you guys go. I'm going to ask two questions. I'm going to try and I'll probably come back and kind of rewatch this and write some, some notes down for uh, the off season. Um, But I'll use this as kind of, you know, fodder for the canon, if you will. Uh, First question is, um, and again, I'm kind of leaning more towards the off season, but how do you guys feel about, you know, do you, Aaron Rodgers comes available. Would you guys be willing to give up any kind of capital? That's number one. Number two, how do you guys feel? You guys asked me kind of where do I rate um, uh, Kyle Shanahan as far as coaches go, like head coaching. Um, and I kind of put him there in the top eight. Where do you guys put your ownership at as far as like, how do you guys rate? Because I think. Okay. That was sharp. Okay. Wow. That's because I, I think that's another part is it's hard to get good quality coaching staff. If you don't have, um, I think that might be a little unfair. <laughs> that, that was so I mean, quick. I was like, damn, all right. That, I we're mean, a, we're in a hard spot right now. We're in a moment. Yeah, he's made some yeah. bad choices. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, this, he, he come in as a rookie owner and it showed real strongly. His yeah. He made some bad choices, especially in Matt Rule, but, you know. Yeah. Any good choices that you saw him make well, that, that you guys liked where you're like, hey, you know, he did he, something. He spends the money. That's what I like. Yeah, he don't mind spending the money. I mean, I've always oh. said uh, I credit him with at least putting a bubble to practice in. Before David Tepper took over, the Panthers were practicing in a hotel ballroom when it was poor weather outside. So you need he. We need to give Gamma a little context of why they're so irritated. Like why this is. So did you also ask? Has he done anything good? <laughs> like, well, right. Because usually, usually it's like you know, hey, you know, they they did this thing just right. like. So this is what happened with Tepper. He's, uh, Tepper took I think over. 
He's brought music back to Charlotte. Oh yeah. See, this is this is all right. <laughs> Come on now. Uh, so look, as we had we our ownership changed not too long ago because of of somewhat of a scandal, but. Uh, our owner was old and already had a heart transplant like a decade earlier too. And we have for years, many people had complained about him being absentee owner in a way, like as in he was always at the games. He was always there, but he was not very vocal. He wasn't very like, he was just really um, conservative and basic. And one of the things was he was very much about the league and because he was in the ice bowl. I mean, there's so much history to the football. He's, brought this team in a time nobody said you can bring charlotte a team so he used to keep the nfl shield on our half our midfield logo well like fans we've got these we've got like one of the coolest logos in the league yeah there's so much you can do with the state of north carolina too with it and I, so, I love your guys's jersey colors too yeah. so fans had always they would always say this is like oh so this is what we get david tepper we get an owner that's like showing up at fan tailgates occasionally that's dancing on the sidelines after with some players and he changes the logo, you know, he does it. And like fans are like, see, he knows business. He knows business. And then, so we were giving him, we got so hyped about him to start. And uh, then he goes and makes the big splash for Matt rule and pays him all the money. And then it didn't work. None of it worked. And he had this big failed thing with the city of Rock Hill where they were trying to build this uh, big sports complex practice facility. And now it's it's just like an empty shell and bankrupt and a lawsuit between the state. The problem that we're getting to and what uh, White Chocolate Espresso was referring to is, and he brought music to Charlotte, is that Tepper has made a lot of big errors and they've been clear and he's taken zero responsibility for them at the end. Like he got okay. real, he had one of the worst press conferences at the, after he fired Matt rule that she, like his last two press conferences have been disasters in a way. And he got irritated with the media. It was almost like a, a real, I can't believe the peasants asked me this question <laughs> yeah. type attitude. And so right now he had like, he saved Charlotte from the pandemic. And it just, when we needed him to have a little humble pie and say, we're going to try our best to get this right. He just was an egomaniac, or at least that's how I interpreted it. And I think that's where some of the angst comes from with this, why he's the worst. And you so mix the turf too, the turf grass. Oh yeah, he took the turf grass, uh, the grass, and put in turf. So, so to kind of just quickly summarize, basically how you guys—and not to put words in your mouth, correct me if I'm wrong—but how you guys summarize your your owner is that he he spends money, so he doesn't have like a tight pocket or wallet. Yeah, he's like the richest um, dude in the world. He he isn't he is involved, engaged with the with the fans, and everything like that, but he's not accountable. Right. He's Jerry Jones without the wins. Ooh. That's what some people think, and yeah. hopefully, hopefully, Jerry Jones without the uh, without the hookers and, and blow as well. But yeah, but I appreciate you guys, and, and I'm gonna let you guys go. But um, that was good food for thought. And just last, real quickly, if I could have you guys kind of go around the horn, yes or no, um, Aaron Rodgers? Absolutely, go not. Absolutely not. No, 
I'd keep what we got before I'd sign exactly. in. Uh, We're not a good enough team. <laughs> okay. All right. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. That's forty-five million dollars. Uh, you can come. All right. Well, you, you know what? Thank we do you, this Jenna. every day. That was kind every, of a surprise. Yeah, we do this every every Friday. Come anytime you want. Seven o'clock to yeah, get it done. Yeah, the Friday free for all is a show for anyone to come on and to discuss the Carolina Panthers and the NFL. And um, Tuesday, the C three Panthers podcast, the longest running Panthers podcast on the internet, will be here. And uh, but before that, we've got the Saturday simulation for um, this Denver Broncos. The the Madden simulations have been prophetic. So we commentate uh, Madden simulation that looks at the upcoming matchup. Or burp it, uh, excuse you. And uh, Sunday post-game show at 4.30. Is it a 1 o'clock game or a 4 o'clock game? It's 1 o'clock. My last advice to you as Panther fans is to remember that when an AFC team comes to Carolina, that the game is not on Fox, it's on CBS. Uh, Remember that that is uh, for every other week, it is uh, on CBS, on uh, Fox, whatever. I did this anyway. I brought this. Anyway, long story short, Denver comes to our town. It's going to be on CBS. what did we say we had to go around? Oh, everybody said no to the Aaron Rodgers thing, right? Uh, I wouldn't mind yeah. a a Rod. It depends oh, really? on what we give up, really. Why? Why wouldn't you mind a Rod? She for real? <laughs> what we've been playing with, bro? Yeah, y'all tripping, <laughs> man. I wouldn't mind Aaron Rodgers, dog. Absolutely not. No more giving up assets for old quarterbacks. Uh, uh, right. Going from so, Baker to a Rod, that's a Hall of Fame. QB though, Drew. If you're talking to Aaron Rodgers, let's say five years ago, I'd be right in on that conversation. But Aaron Rodgers plays old, he looks old, and he don't even he don't even look like he gives a damn anymore. Oh, isn't he back to back MVP? Or is it is? Uh, four, four, three, four years ago. Just because you play oh, like man. just because you play like an MVP one year, well, don't be you play like MVP your entire. Career. He's got nobody to throw to. Man. Danielle uh, Sartine that's, that's was a, a, an elite quarterback. Doesn't matter. What, what's his stats? Okay, what's who did Tom Brady have to throw to in New England? An elite quarterback doesn't have to worry about who. who Tom Brady doesn't throw to David, Jay Mac Jones. David Patton. I mean, yeah, I mean. We don't want to go get love from Green Bay. Nobody yeah, that, so you, nobody you, you were you were on fire for a while, uh, Danielle, but uh, you you lost me on a. You lost me on that one. I guess sure I guess it depends know. on what you're kind of giving up, but nobody knows anything about him. He, he's man. I don't know. I just and when he did play, he looked like trash. He did. Yeah, I, I don't. Like I don't like Garoppolo. to say it. Oh. it's like this cool name that Belichick crafted yeah. in his lab, and then all of a sudden yeah. got all these picks out of. But. Um. All right, I'm ready to get out of here, guys. <laughs> all right, thanks, guys. Um, you guys heard all the stuff. What else does he do at the end of the show? Is that it? We just get out of here. Uh, anybody got anything? Oh, I was gonna say if he wanted to plug something. <laughs> oh yeah, he could have plugged something. Yeah. Uh, that was impromptu. Um, hopefully this was a good fill-in, and uh, you guys are gonna be here uh, for the post game on Sunday. I hope. Absolutely. Yes, sir. All right, man. All right, we out of here, guys. Thank you for everything you give uh, to us, and don't forget the charity drives coming up. So keep a little money in your pocket to give to the Bradley. 
and uh, Nikki Bozeman Foundation. That's the one that we're going to support this. Uh, we're going to do a kind of the week of the buy. So after this Denver Broncos game, we'll start plugging that. Um, holy cow. Wait, let's get out. <laughs> I need Cody. I need Cody. All right. Later, y'all. All right. Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job, it's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.